Oh, I thought you were. I was waiting for you to give. Oh, like come a, on, dude. All right, get, count me down. Oh, on this episode of From the Nosebleeds, we have a two-hour special. We talk about the Phillies and we draft our top five Philly sports moments, and also conspiracy theories. Welcome in from the nosebleeds. From the nosebleeds. Hello. This is La Bamba, and it is in honor of the greatest Philadelphia Philly who's ever lived, Mr. Ronald Torres. Roto. Hello, Roto. I mean, this guy. Big hit Ronnie. This Mike Lieberthal's in the Phillies Wall of Fame. <laughs> Ronald Torres deserves a statue. <laughs> he deserves Ronald one Torres. right next to Nick Foles and Doug. Andres Blanco deserved a statue a couple years ago, too, as a utility guy. But Ronald Torres, man, he is like my favorite Philly of all time. How are you doing today, Seamus? I'm I good, Vince. Fired up. I'm good, Lobiondo. How are you, buddy? <laughs> Let's not do that. We're doing last names today. Lobiondo, O'Leary, Doyle. This I mean, is, it's pretty normal for me to be called O'Leary. We're the three musketeers. We are the three musketeers. Weren't they French? I don't know. <laughs> well, they now were. they're Irish they and Italian. They're <laughs> Irish and Italian now. How are you doing today? How are you feeling? I'm doing great, dude. Feeling good? Yeah, I mean, you got Looking this liquid good. death right here. Liquid death. Everyone needs to go out and get some liquid death. I don't feel death. like death. No, you're going to feel like life. I always I feel, feel like alive. I always More feel alive like than I've ever felt before in my life. So liquid death oh, it's fantastic. is mountain water in a can, right? And <laughs> it's, a can. That it's might be the similar, best part. It's similar to a beer can, Hashtag correct? ad, by the way. <laughs> and I was looking at liquid deaths like Twitter. And they they oh, po- they posted so- they are great on Twitter. Give them a follow. What the hell's their handle? I don't know. It's probably at Liquid, Liquid Death. Death. Yeah, I would, I would assume. <laughs> at, Sorry, I, yeah. like I don't remember at the product. I, I, I gotta like take a guess here and say that there's not a lot of people that have the handle Liquid Death on Twitter. There's a lot of people though out there. I mean, I don't know. But anyway, it looks like beer, but it's actually water. Yeah, because you would never drink beer. And someone and drinking this. And someone went on. That's true. And someone went on uh, Facebook, probably a boomer, because that's who goes on Facebook and me. And they posted. So a boomer. They, a boomer. they posted um, <laughs> like their dog was sitting at their lap, and they were like pouring the liquid death into their dog. Mm-hmm. And somebody commented like, "You're giving your animal beer. I'm reporting you to like the SPCA or whatever the hell they reported to." And then they're right. like, "Relax. It's it's just water." Well, that's our <laughs> hashtag ad for the day. I love <laughs> it. So anyway, you know, we're all feeling good. We got a, a two-hour episode coming up today. So I figured we would just like, you know, start light and like, let's just break down the Afghanistan situation. <laughs> you know what's funny? Okay. You know what's funny about the two hour uh, episode? <laughs> I'm just kidding. A two hour episode would be like something light to start it off. From the first inning to the third inning of a Phillies game. That's, yeah, that's right. our two hour episode. We wouldn't even get <laughs> And our blood pressure is not as high oh when we're here. God. Well, mine isn't. All right. So uh, <laughs> since we missed last week. Let's talk about our weekends last weekend. Oh, you don't want to talk? You you weren't serious about Afghanistan because I'm ready. <laughs> no, let's 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 leave breaking that down. For here's the, how the here's how for the second hour. Here's how Philly sports <laughs> coincides with Afghanistan. <laughs> a Venn diagram of the Philadelphia Phillies and the Taliban. And the t- pain in the middle. That's a given. Yeah, of course. <laughs> All right. Anyway, though, yeah, let's talk about it. The All weekends. Right, talk about your weekend first. So wait, what weekend are we talking about here? <laughs> Two weekends ago. Any weekend? So I was you were down the shore. You yeah. missed Seamus's birthday because you hate him. We know. And so did Taylor, by the way. But that's oh, okay. birthday updates. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember it. 
Yeah, no, nah, it does not. <laughs> I got to Wildwood and got aggressively drunk. There's pretty much nothing special about it. But that's that's fine. That's like a <laughs> typical weekend for Vince. I Wasn't guess. Isn't that your story? The other. That's his story yeah. every time. Yeah, every I went, time to, I went to Wildwood again. This time, I however didn't lose my debit card and I didn't spend three hundred dollars in one night. What percent of Wildwood is just Northeast Philadelphia? <laughs> All of it. It's Northeast Philadelphia with a beach. That's what Wildwood is. It's pretty much yeah. And, but I mean, listen, you can't get much um, worse I lost than my, the Northeast, though. I honestly. lost my phone at uh, the bar for like an hour, and the the guy who found it was being a real prick about it because I kept calling on my friend's phone, and he was giving me an attitude. I was like, dude, I just want to find my phone. <laughs> it took me like an hour to find this guy. He was one of the bartenders. I well, that really, sounds extremely unprofessional. Then I almost got in a fight after that. But why do you always fight people? No, not the bartender. <laughs> why do you always fight people when you're angry? It's, it doesn't make any Let's sense. just say it pertains to my tweet that I went on a rant, uh, went on a rant about. Uh, does he get beer muscles? Me? No, yes. I don't ever try to fight people. He's got sober muscles, though. He's never tried to fight me. <laughs> well, that'd be dumb. <laughs> O'Leary threw me through a wall one time. <laughs> I did. Oh, my God. <laughs> wait, wait. I have... Th- this might be my funniest story that I could tell from, like, a drunk night. So I was at uh, the inlet in Wildwood, and I'm um, sitting there. I was like kind of talking to a girl, but she walked away and I'm sitting there by myself on a chair kind of by the bar. And this older gentleman, like 50 years old, probably comes up behind me and he like made a joke. I don't really remember what the joke was, but he like laughed and I like gave like a ha ha, like a laugh to get him to go away. He put his hand on my shoulder and he was like, you want a shot, bud? And I was like, yeah, yeah, why not? And he was like, all right, I'm not a homo. I promise. (laughs) And that was the first red flag. I mean, that That was, that was the first red flag. That is just on call. Because... Listen, I said to him, I said, even if you were, I'd still take the shot. Hey. My first thought was, like, why Why did you have to clarify yeah, why that? why did you have to preface this? Now thing? you're making me think that there might be something going on. And, w- and why say it in a negative context? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Too. Well, he later revealed that his son is gay, which I don't I, I don't understand. Well, I no mean, the, this story is... <laughs> oh, it, it, it hasn't even gotten to where it's going yet. So, anyway, I agree to take the shot. I come over with him. He's with his wife. So they're sitting there. Okay. And then here comes red flag number two, because the next question out of these guys' mouths was, uh, actually, no, it was, um, do you want Don Julio? Are you single? <laughs> the next Did question I predict was, the rest of the story? The next question was, do you want Don Julio? And I said, yeah, sure, that's an expensive shot. Then they asked the next red flag question. They say, so you here with a girl or anything? Oh, <laughs> and you game. said no. I was, I was like, swingers, swingers. So I was swingers. like, I was like yeah. nah, you know, I'm, I'm single. I'm, I'm doing my thing. Trying and he was mingle. like, he was like, you know, back in my day, if I was in here single, I'd be on the prowl, smacking every ass in the place. <laughs> and him and his wife just start like laughing. And he was like, now this is the only ass I smack Monday through Thursday. Now and that is like, the most like, and I was like well, thing. I was like, well, what happens on the weekends? He's like, we don't talk about that. <laughs> so, so then, and this is possibly the biggest red flag I've ever been given in my entire life. The shots come and I look to my friends to like laugh about the situation that's happening in front of me. And as I look away, he goes, yo, buddy, I wouldn't take your eyes off the shots. Like, you don't know me. I could put anything in these. <laughs> oh my God. And At I, least he was honest. I let an awkward <laughs> laugh, and I was like, I guess you could. Yeah. I'm going to leave now. And then I took the shot. Oh, you fucking moron. <laughs> I took the shot anyway because <laughs> alcoholism is an issue. I mean, to be completely fair, I probably would have done the same thing. But Again, alcoholism <laughs> is an issue. But he was no, like, I would have asked for a shot of whiskey. He was like, I could have put anything in that. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I, guess, I suppose you could have. <laughs> but like, what makes, like, I, again, like, alcohol's involved, you're at a bar. But like, what makes, like, random strangers go up to, like, teenage boys 
at the bar. Not saying you're a, I'm teenage, not a teenage boy. boy. <laughs> Teenagers aren't allowed. Men in, in their early twenties and just a like say all this gap. weird thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you, it's bizarre. I, I don't know. You could probably make a couple assumptions based off the questions they were asking me. Yeah. Well, they were swingers. <clears throat> that's yeah. That's what I'm assuming. Now, if I were you, I, w- I would have pursued. <laughs> I, I would have pursued. Well, that's because you're you and he's him. Well, like it's not even that. Like they were giving off bad vibes. Yeah, but like the bad vibes. You're like, hey, dude, like if you're. <laughs> but to shame is bad is vibes are good vibes. <laughs> like, you know, hey, if you're going to if you're going to ask Maybe. me to fuck your wife, like respectfully give off a good vibe at least. But I feel I mean, like Vince covers up him being horny by by drinking. <laughs> I'm also, just horny. Also, though, what? Like, what is the kind of vibe you want to give if you're asking someone to bang your wife? Like, what, I don't know. What, yeah. Act like you've been there before. <laughs> He they probably have. That's what I mean. They, it probably usually works because kids are too hammered. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't drunk enough yet. That was the problem. Man, right, I, I, I wish time, I was down. I always wish I was down the shore instead of celebrating my birthday up here. That would have been my birthday present. I would have been with those swingers. Those swinger. Those nice swingers. <laughs> Shavis goes, "It's my birthday." Oh, is it? <laughs> oh, is it now? Have yeah. we got a present for you? That's pretty much my best story from that weekend. <laughs> well, that's a great story. Now let's now, hear about your birthday. No, wait a minute. Before we go, we get into my birthday. Taylor, yes. Did you go to a wedding in Asbury Park? This you don't have to true. go into detail. Yes, I did. Was no, you have to go into detail. Was there was Bruce first Springsteen? Of all, no, 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 no. First of all, was there any mention of Springsteen at all? No, uh, really, not a single. No, in, Seamus, in case you Park. didn't know, normal people don't just don't converse about shit. Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> I, I mean, I well, guess I mean, I'm not normal. I think he's like thinking, you know, when in Rome, when in Asbury Park, like. So how was it? Did Wedding you have a good Asbury time? Park. It was a great time. I had no idea Asbury was uh, that nice now. Well, they built oh, yeah, up Asbury Park. Yeah, it's great. Partly it's because of Bruce better. Springsteen raising money for it. No, them. it's uh, the <laughs> gay community. Yeah, but Bruce Springsteen is very involved with the gay community. Is he? Yes, he's a, he's a big uh, champion of the LGBT mu- movement. And he helped Asbury he Park okay. and the gay community in Asbury Park build Asbury Park to what it is now. Because it was a shithole not too long ago. For lack of a better term. He's, he's literally like, he's dead on. <laughs> okay. And, you know, th- he wrote a song back in the day. No, he wrote a song back in the day called My City of Ruins. And it's about how Asbury Park just, like, became a city of ruins. <laughs> like, pretty much. <laughs> There's still some little dicey areas. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. The, but the it's Airbnb- much better than what it was. Yeah, the Airbnb we had, there was a liquor store, like, two blocks away. And once we got over there, it was like, oh, this is what it used to be like. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it still is the flash. I, I feel like they have that for nostalgia. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's flashes of what it used to be. They did it on purpose because they say, hey, look, look at how far <laughs> yeah. we've come. Yep, yeah. definitely. But definitely. Asbury is a nice place. There's a lot of, like, fun bars there, like, nice little cool bars down there. I love it. Stone I dig pony. it. I would rather go to the, like, North Jersey Shore Points than the South Jersey Shore Points, pretty much. I feel like it's a lot better and more fun. Compared to? What's the difference? Co- I mean, compared to... I mean... I don't know. I feel like it's a it's a better atmosphere in the north. I don't know I feel which like you just shore, go to Wildwood. Wait, which shore points fall where? <laughs> well, what do you mean? Like what what south? Well, like Asbury North? Asbury Park is part of the North Jersey shore points. Yeah, yeah. And oh, like okay. places like that. So and like wherever the hell uh, that's uh, Wildwood Cape May is like. What was the south. show? Jersey Shore Seattle, that was filmed south. up there too. I'm Seaside an, Heights. I'm just an idiot. So disregard <laughs> anything I say. Well, to be well, fair, think about where Jersey Shore took place. The show. Seaside Heights, but that's a bad mm-hmm. example though because that's a shithole. But that's no, 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 no. But I'm saying like that's and while like not the border of yeah, yeah. Like well, that's where it cuts off. South, yeah, but that's where it cuts off. So, so it's like from then on up, it's North Jersey shores. So Taylor was at a wedding. Vince was down the shore with swingers apparently, <laughs> and I was celebrating my birthday with O'Leary, mm-hmm. and uh, we had a good time. We really did. We watched what the hell's his name, uh, Lureva 
There's a guy in the Phillies bullpen named Lovera. I think it's Lovera. I don't even remember. His last name's Lovera. It's got two L's. I'm pretty sure it's Lovera. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He only gave up three home runs consecutively. That was absurd. As soon as we got to the bar, I look up. I'm like, oh, well, all right, there's one home run. This guy's whatever. There's the second one. And then the third one, I was like, dude, is this a replay or what the hell's going on? So that was how I started. And, uh, you know, when I see the bullpen blow up like that, I'm drinking. Overall, great Phillies weekend, though. It I was mean, a fantastic. That was probably yeah. the best Phillies weekend in years. And then the yeah. next day on my birthday, I was at the Roy Halladay. Uh, I was at the mm. Roy Halladay game. Yeah, yeah, we lost our plaques, unfortunately. Yeah, we lost our plaques. How, how many games have you gone to this season? This is this is the least amount of games besides the COVID season, obviously because I couldn't go, and I was not part of that pandemic or which I'm vehem. How do you say it? Vehemently, <laughs> vehemently against it. I'm I'm vehemently. How the hell do you say it? Well, don't get too hung. Vince Quinn's over there saying like this dude can't talk. Just, don't get too hung up on one word. <laughs> well, whatever. I'm vigorously against that. There you go. Switch it up. Another <laughs> V word. Another I don't V-word. like the Fandemic crew. They remind me like it feels like they're trying to copy the three Tampa Bay Rays fans that were at the World Series with the cowbells in 08. I don't like them. They're annoying. They have foghorns. Who is the fan in the boat? Like the little boat. The fan in the boat. Isn't there like a fan? Like that little, sounds like a children's like story. Or is that at the yeah? Is that the Giant Stadium? Well, oh like, yeah, yeah. Oh well, they yeah, have the boats right there. Well, they yeah. have, it's not just one fan and yeah, one they have boat. Like a ton of boats like going by. Yeah, it's like to catch like McCovey, uh, McCovey Coves back there. I mean, you're a big Giants guy. You should know this, Taylor. <laughs> yeah, I'm, a, I'm a big Brian As he's Wilson wearing, guy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, dude, he was awesome. That yeah. checks out. You know why I liked him? Because he, he had a nice beard. Yeah, because he's out of his mind. <laughs> and he had the same name as the founding member of the Beach Boys. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I should have known that The great one. Brian Wilson. Should have known that one. But anyway, I don't like the pandemic crew. And to answer your question, three times I've been to the Phillies game this year. By far the least amount of games I've been I've to. I've been to zero. I think the last that game... That sounds like a you problem. Was the last game you were at with <laughs> me right. at the uh, 08 reunion? Oh, I don't know. I think didn't, we didn't go to any since then. I don't not with me. Yeah, I, I mean, you never hang out with me anyway, but that's okay. <laughs> here outside of go. here, we don't hang out. Here we go. We have a bad relationship Just wait till Friday outside and of the workplace, right. <laughs> and that's okay. You like to keep it professional. That's fine. But anyway, he's still mad that I didn't go to his birthday party. I mean, he went to your birthday party. But I'll tell you that's what, true. That atmosphere, that atmosphere was incredible on uh, on Sunday at that Wheeler. Oh my God, Wheeler like puts on the, his it best performance like ever as a starter. And, and on the same day, they're honoring the great Roy Holiday. Mm-hmm. It, it was just, it was amazing. It, 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 it was so weird. I got 08, like <laughs> dude, 08 vibes all over the place. Everyone is happy except yeah. for the Mets fans that were sitting in front of us. Wearing Brandon Nimmo jerseys. Wearing yeah. Brandon Nimmo jerseys, <laughs> telling me how James McCann is a better catcher than JT Romuto. <laughs> it was so funny. Looking at the scoreboard that says James McCann hitting 263. I heard, <laughs> like, speaking of uh, Wheeler and Hall- Halliday, I heard this being talked about. Do you think it's like weird that Joe Girardi got that emotional? Like being that he never managed. But here's the thing: Joe Girardi has been a very emotional guy, like since he was a player. I'm not giving an opinion. I'm asking. Uh, No, I I think it was. I think it was first of all appropriate, and knowing Joe's personality, yeah, I think that's that's the reaction I would expect. I wasn't surprised, but that's just me following Girardi through throughout his career, and like like because Joe Girardi, like as a player, also dealt with adversity too. Like, uh, I think when Daryl Kyle, the uh, St. Louis Cardinals starter, like, he passed away suddenly in his sleep. Uh, they were in, uh, I think they were at Wrigley or they were in, Ch- I don't know where they were, but Joe Girardi actually, like, like made the announcement to the fans. Like, there was a tragedy in the Cardinals organization or something like that. And it was just like, he's always been, like, this emotional guy. And, uh, yeah, I wasn't surprised. I thought it was nice. But I think I think what's even crazier, though, is that 
Wheeler puts on that performance the day that they honor Halliday. It's like it was unreal. You can't really script that any better. Yeah. And and like I said, the environment was insane. We were really feeling it. Sweep the Mets in the most important series at that stadium since a lot of people said since we got Harper and like the whole and also like the Kapler era where we were like Mm -hmm. in first place for a little Mm -hmm. bit then collapsed as we typically do. Yes. Isn't it isn't it crazy how like we miss one week and the Phillies. The Phillies slid in the first, and Bryce is a top MVP candidate, and now we miss that. And well, I was back just going to get back to that. Fernando, Ta- Fernando Tatis has stolen it back It just wasn't MVP. meant to be. We should have known. So the streak <laughs> ends at eight. A lot of people said, dude, don't believe this team until they put together 10, 11, 12 wins mm-hmm. in a row. They didn't do that, obviously. They fell down and collapsed, as, yep. they, as they usually and then do. Matt but Moore emerged as a savior. <laughs> and Matt, Matt fucking Moore. How about yeah. that? I, Listen, I don't know. We can, what the fuck happened? We can chalk up the Dodgers <laughs> series as to it was what we expected. That yeah. Red Series was bad. That Red Series was bad, but they people, got a good team, though. people underestimate the Cincinnati Reds, and they have all yeah. season. I, I, all season, they've been hitting but the ball. They're dude. one of those teams. They that, have a rookie of the year, Jonathan India. Right, but they're one of those teams that they're like a show me something against this team. Team, like they're not too yeah. good to the point where you like aren't you? Know yeah, you're but dude, lose their, series, their but offense but is capable of doing so much damage that they're like honestly, if they weren't in the National League, I, I would be like they would be like my go-to team. Like if they were an American League team, they would be like I love this team. Who's your American League team? I don't know, man. Like I love Tampa. And I feel bad for Tampa because they've been consistently good for so many years now. And nobody cares. And nobody cares. They don't get. And they don't even get any credit in the, no in the media. Down there. It's well, just sad. Stadiums in like borderline <laughs> a different county. Than well, Tampa. <laughs> I drove by their stadium one time, and it looks like a warehouse. It's like it does not <laughs> well, look like anything dumb. happens there. So maybe people don't know that like they play baseball inside of there. It's just a geodesic dome. <laughs> yeah. So it's like no, but seriously, in the American massive structure in the middle of nowhere. In the American League, man, Tampa, man, they every single year, man, uh, for the past couple years, they they've been really fun to watch, and it's it sucks. Like I said, they're they're not going to be an organization for much longer. I, I think Montreal is coming back. I would love to see a team go back to Montreal. But it wouldn't make sense to put them in the NL East. That that would be American yeah. League East team. Replacing Fair. the Tampa Bay Rays. Toronto, Montreal, same division. American League in Canada. Oh, can't have that happen. <laughs> Wait, we gotta we gotta talk about that field of dreams. Well, by the way, the Toronto Blue Jays National League too. Hold on. The Toronto Blue Jays are in the American League and they play in Canada. This is bullshit. <laughs> Baseball this league is fucking bullshit. <laughs> they can't have two American League teams. That's just too like American. Could be North America. Well, it is North America. Anyway, <laughs> we're gonna talk about that Field of Dreams game because that was lit. Now the Field of Dreams what game to me, I actually I loved it. I didn't watch. Inning it was pretty electric. I didn't watch it. I saw the highlights. Oh, Did man. you watch the entire thing? I didn't, I, I missed a little bit of the middle of the game. I watched the beginning. I was at the bar, so I was like, no, hyper focused on the beginning, missed the middle, and then I watched like the last three innings. Okay. And, and what did you think of the uh, of the Field of Dreams? From game? what I watched, it was fucking electric. I mean, they were hit. I'm, a lot of people were saying juice balls and shit. It's possible because <laughs> no, they, were, they were mashing. Dude, I mean, in the ninth inning alone, there was three home runs. Yeah, I mean, that w- you get two home runs with the Yankees in the top of the ninth to go up by one, off. and then fucking Tim Anderson <laughs> crushes. That was one of that the... That ball was gone. It was no. just... It was a beautiful ending to that game. Really they was. wanted. And listen, I've who's been more critical of the MLB's marketing than me than on us, this podcast? I feel like... I've been extremely fucking critical you of them have. on this, and I think that they actually nailed this for once. Well, they obviously nailed it because you saw the ratings yeah. came out, and it was the most watched regular season baseball and game like, in like a yeah, thousand they, years. Like it was an awesome, it was an awesome like 
premise, and then they just so happen to get lucky with the fact that it's probably the game of the year. I will say this. Five years ago, when I was a little less mature, right, I would have sobbed at that opening because I went back and I watched the opening of the game where you have Kevin Costner emerging from the corn, and he's, like, looking around, like, where's all my players at? Oh, no, if only, like, if you build it, they 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 will come. All that shit. And I'm thinking, like, five years ago, I would be sobbing watching this. But as a 25-year-old man, I'm looking at Kevin Costner like he looks like a fucking idiot. Before there. I really watched... He's walking around a cornfield. Before I ever watched Field of Dreams, I thought it was an alien movie. <laughs> How? I thought if you build it, they will... Yeah, the, the I thought fields, if you build yeah. it, they will come in the cornfields was in reference to, like, aliens. Well, like, <laughs> he, he thought it was M. Night Shyamalan's sign. <laughs> yeah. To be fair to Vince, if you build it, they will come. It's kind of like E.T. phone home. It's like the Dude, same... Yes. And, it, and it's like a cornfield? Yeah, it's a cornfield. So There's I, a bunch of weird R- shit. Ridley Scott's alien with baseball. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, the fucking... What are they called? The aliens in that movie? The xenomorphs come down and yeah. play a pickup baseball game? <laughs> Vince... Just found out that Field of Dreams was a baseball movie. Like, just found that out. No, I didn't just find that out. I found that out years ago, but for a long, (laughs) long time, I thought it was an alien movie. Now, there are some people... This crossover makes no sense. (laughs) Now, now there are people that that disagree with the whole Field of Dreams thing. Disagree with what? Like, Like my my brother is vehemently... Well, your brother's against everything that is fun. (laughs) Yes. He's against the Field of... He's against bars, for God's sake. He got mad that that I watched the Field of Dreams game highlights. I thought you didn't watch it. Oh. Highlights. Just the highlights. He was like, dude, why are you watching this, man? Like, there's no point of that. It's so stupid. I'm like, dude, like. He was like, who cares about a movie that was made fucking a long time I ago? I literally told him, I was like, dude, you watch Naruto every single night before you go to bed. <laughs> oh, like, he's an can, anime guy? Can you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Taylor's turned on. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I didn't say anything. <laughs> Seamus is about to go home and start watching anime. <laughs> I mean, Seamus is an anime guy, too, if, like, hentai counts. <laughs> well, like, what does, does that know, even does mean? Like I, I don't understand. Uh, wait, he's you, big into octopuses. He doesn't know what that means. I wish you we don't were, know what head is. I, I wish we were taking phone calls right now because I would ask people to call in to tell me what ratio means on social media. And <laughs> oh yeah, chat. wait, ratio. Like when somebody wait. says ratio, I what the him, fuck does that mean? I forget exactly what he was arguing me about, but I just said ratio. And he, he was, was like, like "What the fuck does that mean?" L, and he was like, "What does that mean?" And I was just so let there me explain this to you, Seamus. So ratio started on Twitter, and it's one of two things. When like, say that you tweeted something. If I if if you got like. Real quick, Fifth. I already sent my explain this to him. Oh, all right. Well, I'll just keep going. Oh, whatever. I'm already too deep now. If you tweeted so, an opinion and you got like 50 quote tweets, that's getting ratioed because like it means you had a bad opinion. Or if you tw- if I tweet something and then you tweet at me and you get more likes than my tweet got, you ratioed me. Okay. Why is it ratioed though? I don't know. But like, listen, I'm not the, in, but the I master feel like of the you internet. Like, you guys like do that to me on purpose because I don't know what anything means. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. You are a boomer. Yeah, well, That's, I mean, enough. people do it to boomers, and boomers have the same exact reaction on Twitter. It's the greatest thing. Ever. What does this mean? <laughs> we have to circle back real quick to the whole Field of Dreams thing. How you said that there yeah, was right. like juiced balls, right? I mean, people. Now, were, some people were on fucking Twitter like it, the game was screwed. Well, well, now, no, no, no. Now, let, let me just say something. When I was watching that World Series with the Astros and who the hell did they play when they won the Dodgers? The Dodgers. Yeah, yeah, the Dodgers. Yeah. Uh, like, and dude, and every single game there was like thirty home runs hit. I was like, dude, these balls are juiced, but. It was actually that they were cheating and they knew the signs, and that's why it was so fun to watch. Now, that being said, baseball was trying to market this thing, which they did. Like, oh, my God, this is like the biggest deal in the world. Kevin Costner's here. There was a movie filmed here in Iowa, so we're going to play a baseball game here now. Basically, that's what they were going with, right? Maybe, just maybe, 
there, there, there is some, uh, some cheating involved there. Meaning well, some juice balls. I wouldn't be surprised. And why does it end like a storybook ending in a game like so that? So what, you think it it's was scripted? Buried, I don't know, but it like almost seems like it was. Turn on that uh, conspicuous music for Seamus' conspiracy. I'm just Somebody saying that, that, that really seems very suspicious to me. But maybe it wasn't. I, okay, well, well, I would say the juice, the juice balls thing is likely, but like I don't think that they were like, all right, and then in the ninth inning, Tim Anderson's going to walk off. How do you know that the pitcher for the Yankees didn't just lob that in there for, for the sport? Hey, listen, Rob Manfred's going to say, listen here, whoever the hell's pitching for the Yankees. Um Lob that last pitch if you're in a situation so where the, the White Sox can walk off because they're the home so team. Do you think the Yankees are willing to give up a win in a play in a playoff run? For money, they will. They will do anything for money. They're the fucking Yankees. They shave their beards like children. This is so perfect. Like children. Like 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 they're in the fucking army. Like they matter. Like their job matters. They shave because they're told to do it because they make a lot of money because they shave. Like so, I wouldn't put anything past. He's looking me right in the eyes. <laughs> the Yankees. <laughs> he gonna rip off his shirt and start screaming. Look into the camera. I'm telling you, Rob Manfred's gonna have to go. It's gonna be like Mitchell Report, like <laughs> Field of Dreams version. You're gonna have Kevin Costner testifying at the at the Capitol, saying, "Hey, listen, there was nobody juicing Who balls else was in that movie. We weren't cheat. Uh, uh, probably the. He has no idea. It's uh, just Kevin Costner. <laughs> Just Kevin Costner. <laughs> He's the only character. And it was a baseball mind. movie, so maybe Charlie Sheen. He, he maybe. plays everybody. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, it's like a Medea movie. It's just <laughs> it's Tyler Perry. Rob Manfred might might be on the hot seat, man. Maybe. Just maybe. Infowars.com. All right, so and, question, and the conspiracy. Mo- the, uh, does anybody have the measurements on the field? The like, me- I don't have a ruler handy. No, 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 but I'm saying, does anybody know if it was like actually like. I think it was shorter. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but then again, oh, that, hey, that's shorter than that. Like, Tim Anderson ball was like, also smashed. That was a home run. No, no, no. I'm not ball. saying that at all. I I'm have, saying that you're looking at the one homer that just went over the wall. Um, <clears throat> who was it? Was it the the Judge homer in the ninth, or was it the one right at? Was it the Stanton? I think it was the Stanton homer that just um, got over. Stanton it, like, like just made it over the wall. And the guy was like running back and went to jump up and nailed his head on the fucking. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the thing: if you run into the corn and catch so, the ball, does that count? As no, a you catch? can't. There's a fence. Oh, there was a fence. So Seamus, I have in a <laughs> what? Seamus just thought they were running into the corn to get so Seamus. I have I an opinion on baseball that I don't know if it's gonna bother you or not. It's like something I think it rule. It's gonna. No, no, no. It's like a rule sting. Okay. So there's something that I think needs to change, and it's like something that would be obviously very big. Okay. So like. I forget. I think I was watching. I was watching a Red Sox game, and like I was just admiring the Green Monster, and I was thinking, "Why?" <laughs> well, listen. I'm going to get to it. Okay. That was a strange sentence. I think that <laughs> all. I don't think it's fair that some baseball field. I think all baseball fields should have to have the same dimensions. Like regulation. I think they should, it should have to be regulation. Well, that's There's an argument. Green, that's, that's green, green Monster shouldn't be allowed. You should. There shouldn't be some ballparks where you need to hit certain distance to hit a homer, but in other ballparks, it's not a homer. I think it should all be all right. exactly the same. Green Monster shouldn't be allowed, but at the same time, if you hit a lazy fly ball to right field in Boston, it's a home run. So it's sure. like... They balance each other out. I just think that every single baseball... It, that would be like... Imagine if like the link was like 150 yards, but like Foxborough was like 145. I mean, he is, he is like, right. You, I think all these fields sense. should need to be the same regulation. Again, it would be like... imagine like It's like Roman's high school quarter. There's no, yeah, there's no three-point in the corner. Yeah. Like In the NBA, every single basketball court is the same with no exceptions. The free throw line is in a little further back here and a little... But that's part high. of the beauty of the game. I I can see how I you think would think that's more that. stupidity. I just think that that's like, that's something that I would about it. change. Each each stadium has home field advantage in one way or another. Even if your ballpark's bigger, 
you because you know the alleys, you know where you can hit the ball, you know where you can get your extra base hits. Sure, I just think that like it should just be. I just think it should be regulation because you could also use like the bigger ballparks on defense to your advantage. You know, right? But like, yeah, I understand what you're saying. It is one of the stranger things about the game of baseball that, like, I mean, I haven't always understood why it's like that. But whatever. I mean, I don't think it's that big of a deal. All right, so I didn't piss you off. That's good. But like Yankee Stadium, though, for example, I mean, that's ridiculous. That's short porch and right field. It's like out of control. Oh yeah, yeah. It's out of control, and that's why they can afford to like have 18 power hitters in their lineup. Like Rizzo, Gallo, Judge, Stanton. They're making a little bit of a run here. Ever since the All-Star break, them and the Red Sox have kind of flipped. No, well, Red the Sox Yanks, have been baby. choking. What? I said Yanks, baby. Yeah, Yanks, baby, wearing a San Francisco Giants hat. <laughs> like, you look like a moron. I look like a moron? <laughs> you just pissed him <laughs> off. No. You just said, go Yankees, wearing a Giants hat. Look how mad! Look at the look at the anger in his look, eyes. He, the rest of his body's turning red, just like the rest of I his clothes. <laughs> the red My rocket is going full red. circle. My body's always red, red for the Phillies. Red, red head to head to toe isn't the best look. All right, cool. I mean, dude, listen, I'm on vacation right now. <laughs> That's your excuse. I'm on vacation. You've worn that to the studio before. <laughs> is this like this is church on vacation from what work? Yeah, How yeah. long are you off for? I'm off until Monday. Oh, nice. Isn't that nice? He's been off for the past two. You gonna do anything to enjoy yourself? Uh, I've been drinking every night. <laughs> well, there you go. He's catching up for How's like every like week. Well, you know why? Because I'm going. <laughs> I am going to the Hella Mega Tour at Citizens Bank yeah, Park I'll, I'll on Friday, also. and I have to prepare my body for drinking. From my brother wants to start drinking at 11 a.m. That, that, okay, funny, I, I that's not happening. That's insanity. Guys, you know what's funny? He said Seamus, that you're doing it too. Seamus might be skipping my birthday. To be fair, O'Leary left my birthday party early. Just saying. You don't have to give context clues. I was there all day. He left early. I had to leave early. Yeah, your brother might girl was throwing. Your brother might think that, Seamus, but I will probably get there and start drinking at like one p.m. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I and I'm excited for. I feel like this tour is up is up your alley, Taylor. Weezer, Fallout Boy, Green Day. Yeah, that's a solid show, right? You want to go? My tickets were thirty bucks. My Damn. tickets, my tickets were a lot more than that, and we're in the same section. I'm only like not really into Fall Out Boy, but I love Weezer and Green Day. I mean, to be fair, they only perform for an hour each, and then Green Day comes it's on an for hour. An, Green Day's for, the headline for an yeah. hour thirty. I mean, Green Day could do like three songs in an hour if they decide to do like American Idiot stuff. So they have they an opening band, like the <laughs> Intervention <laughs> or the whatever. What I don't care about them, but they have an opener. Who? I don't know what they're called, like the Interventionists or something. Look up Hell Omega Tour uh, opening act. I wish it was Springsteen. How crazy would that have been? <laughs> that would be terrible. Why Bruce would you Springsteen's want opening up for Green Day? So usually people skip the opener. And also, that would also be the, the longest opener. opening act ever. <laughs> he'd, play, he'd play one song. <laughs> Can you imagine Springsteen being the opener and he just does a full set? It's a four-hour show. And then the main event comes on at 2 a.m.? <laughs> the interpreters. The interpreters. Excuse me. Yeah. They're that's like, going to be, gonna be oh, a great by tailgate. Way, by the way. Did you hear what came out about Bob Dylan? He can't sing. He got <laughs> he got accused. He got sued. Thank in, you, Vince. In a court Thank of law you for uh, like rape allegations. Oh no! Yeah, I just I mean, no surprise there. Honestly, just saw a Rolling Stone magazine back in 1965. A woman is suing him because she like drugged her and like allegedly. Oh, you're saying okay? When she was 12 years old. And, Dil- oh, and Dylan no. was for a like, second. Oh, I thought you no. were saying this happened in '65, like the lawsuit and everything. No, no, no. The, okay. the alleged. I was like, why are you talking about the it alleged now? crime took okay. place in '65? Yeah. yeah. Dylan is now 81 years old, so he's going to probably go to court for this. I mean, he'll probably just 
claim like dementia or something. And, you know. Yeah, that's the benefit you have of being extremely old. I, I, yeah, there's a certain age where it's just like, why? Like, yeah, just, but I mean, it's it's a money. You're probably is, a money grab. Yeah, but here's the thing: honest. like just recently, Dude's expiring anyway. He sold his royalties money. recently for like a shit ton of money. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. So Were did they, he, did they did they he know this, this was coming? Did he know this was coming? And he was preparing to like right, pay up. <laughs> and Dylan, Bob Dylan, was preparing to pay up, or did this woman come forward because Dylan just got all this shit shit ton of money? And she wants to rob Bob Dylan's children blind, who are like 50 years old. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. Wait, how old is Bob Dylan? 81. Jacob Dylan. He probably doesn't it, even know what's going on. He was not on. listening to you at all. <laughs> Vince tuned out the second yeah. you didn't get his jo- you didn't laugh at his joke. He, he said Bob Dylan's age like not even a minute ago. <laughs> he is 81 years old. If you're counting at home, Bob Dylan, 81 years old. And pro- may have raped somebody. I mean, yeah, that's atrocious. Yeah, obviously. it is. I hope it didn't happen. Uh, yeah, it's... Vince, do you know a Bob Dylan song? Like a Rolling Stone? <laughs> That's actually got, impressive. That's you got, good. You got one more? The answer, my friend, no, is blowing in the wind. That one? I don't know anymore. You don't know blowing in the wind? You don't know times they are changing? You I, I know that. I know that one. You don't know tangled up in blue? Are you saying times they are changing for us? Do you want to know what's something funny? The only times I've ever listened to that song is in the beginning of the Watchmen movie. <laughs> oh, wow. And it was, prob- it was probably a yeah, cover. Yeah, that, that movie, movie sucks. sucks. Comic is great. Yeah. But, yeah. So. Um, I wanted to give a quick shout-out to a former NFL player also. Uh, if you, in case you didn't hear since the last time we were here, O.J. Simpson said he's scared to go to L.A. because he might run into the real killer. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. And yeah, what's he going to look in a mirror in L.A.? That's my <laughs> that's my favorite quote ever. Now, just, that, was, that was absurd. And now, like, like did you the real love- killer write, actually write the book, If I Did It? <laughs> No, that if was like, word like <laughs> if I did it allegedly, he's, he's got to. <laughs> OJ's got to go away. Well, that is just a hilarious quote. Like he's he says, stop. I won't even it's go to LA because I don't want to run into the killers. If he's going to sit down next to someone at <laughs> the park and be like, I killed Nicole. Uh, my favorite is during like the NFL season, he will post videos of himself on Twitter, like giving like fantasy advice. Yeah, yeah it's, it's so funny. funny. And it's like it's this so dude chopped funny. his like wife up and some other dude that she was banging out of, in a jealous rage. He was a waiter, alleged, allegedly. <laughs> Have some goddamn respect. Yeah, but James. she was he was also at her house. You don't think that they were banging or something? I think they were. And there's a possibility. Yeah, they could be. Maybe he Seamus. just walked in and said, Hey, I want to kill both of you right now. Men and women can be friends without sexual involvement. I know, but most of the time they don't get chopped up when their significant other walks in That's the room. Well, if your significant other is a pro- <laughs> your significant other is a roided up angry football player. So he just walks in and just chops them up? Yeah, you might have just saw them together and assumed they were banging. What they probably were. I mean, if he allegedly did all if, this. Yeah, if he were to do this. Well, no, the real killer. <laughs> hey, OJ. If he were to do OJ, this. OJ, if you're listening, the well, real which killer. you are. We know you're listening. The real killer was going is Cal getting no, a Dodgers no, game. No, fuck that. OJ, if you're listening, we want you to come on so we can crack this case together, the four of us. Yes. I we would need the answers. We want to do a mini- If you allegedly did this. How? Like, please explain to us. Well, he already what explained how he did it. No, what would have happened? No, how he, he would, have, would, done how he would him, have done it. What would have driven him to do this if he did it, allegedly? Probably watching his wife bang another Stay dude. Stay tuned, because next summer we're going to put together a miniseries <laughs> where the four of us and O.J. Simpson go to L.A. and we, we crack Cuba the case. Cuba Gooding Jr. is going to be there and everything. And we crack the case, and we're going to find the killer. 
I like how could Suge, I like how Suge Knight is still in jail, but OJ <laughs> is just fine. But could you imagine we just bring OJ to LA, do this whole elaborate thing, and at the end we're like the killer is right behind this door and he opens it and there's just it's a, a mirror. mirror. <laughs> <laughs> he would have been like he probably oh. would have killed us. Yeah, he probably, <laughs> probably would have chopped he us up. He probably would have chopped us up. Yeah. <laughs> he probably would have fucking murdered us. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly we have to you know. some Jenner would swoop back in, you know. <laughs> Kim Kardashian would probably swoop in and fucking like save him because she's going to law school or whatever, right? Or something. I don't something remember. Like she was doing something. I think at some it's. Point. I think it's insane how like they're involved in like the OJ Simpson murders. Like they're fathers. Yeah, their father was. I know, but it's trial. like, come on, man. Like <laughs> so why? But like why? When like, I was watching OJ versus the People, I just couldn't take David Schwimmer seriously oh, no. playing Rob. Kardashian. That was a bad role. <laughs> how do you go from Friends to to that? Juice, juice! <laughs> like, come on, man! Jesus Christ! Was that show any good? It was really it was good, actually. Good. Sarah Paulson was amazing. She was great. She's Sarah Paulson. She's amazing in everything in she's in. She's I Love like her. her. I, I dig Sarah Paulson. Oddly, but Bonk. I do. Bonk. I mean, that's a oddly <laughs> because she's a woman. No, oddly because she's <laughs> not my type. Oddly because she's a, a woman. Shame is attracted to her. Well, no, she did a good job in, her, in the OJ thing. And that, that got you going? Yeah, yeah sort of. <laughs> All right. All I right. think she did a good job. Have you seen an American Horror Story? No, I don't watch that. You got to do if you like her. Uh, you don't like it? horror stuff, do you? I don't like what? Horror. Oh, I thought you said something up. Horse. <laughs> I do like horrors. No, but horror stuff? No, oh, not, no. not really. Not into it. I'm really not into it. I mean... I get scared. <laughs> easily? That's the point. Yes. Yeah, I can see that. American yeah, Horror Story is more, more psychological, though. But I'm like psychologically unwell as it is. <laughs> I've never watched that show. It's actually really good. I'm, like I'm almost done The Sopranos now. I've been doing my first watch that. of that show. I gotta start Typical that. Typical Italian. I have to start I, Sopranos too. Because f- little Steven Van Zandt's in The Sopranos. I figured I'd get it out of the way before this movie comes out. Who's a member of the Mighty East Street Band, by the way. <laughs> Are they that mighty, though? I, dude, I mean, one of them's dead. Dude, don't even... How, like, yeah, how mighty can you be if you're dead? First of all, he was 69 and he lived the life of nice. a thousand lives. <laughs> a thousand lives? Clar- you know which one we're lives... About? Clarence, no. big man Clemens. You think I know a single member of the E Street Band? <laughs> Clarence, you haven't been paying attention. Clemens. <laughs> Whose band is it? I know it's Springsteen. Okay, uh, okay, how, okay I, I, I've hung around this dude for years. I know, I was, I was waiting for him just to have a fucking did, breakdown. Did you know that the, know that the drummer for the E Street Band was Conan O'Brien's drummer on the Tonight I Show? I thought you were going to say it was Conan O'Brien. On Late Night with yeah, Conan O'Brien. O'Brien. I thought you were about to say Conan O'Brien Conan was O'Brien the drummer. Conan O'Brien got his start being the fucking drummer for Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, and then he got fucked over by every network that he ever went on and now he's retired but uh, what a sad life he lives imagine being Conan O'Brien Conan? yeah that <laughs> was wildly successful he's rich he, as really, fuck. he really wasn't that successful that that was sad he should still be on whatever he, he uh, network he started with he had a dying fan base behind him what are you talking about what do you about? mean a dying fan base he succeeded. Uh, 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 Him and Letterman were the only hosts people gave a shit. About. I can't believe. Well, no, because there, there was controversy with uh, Leno. Like he was supposed to replace Leno on NBC. Can you believe the and cook then from Rona Pizza saying that Conan O'Brien is not successful right now? <laughs> First of all, I'm not the cook. This is crazy. I only work the fryer. He's the fryer, dude. He's the fry cook. That's that's even worse. No, SpongeBob. That is way worse. I'm SpongeBob with a handsome face. I don't know if we've ever told you this whole thing. I had more responsibility in the Chick Fil A kitchen. <laughs> I don't know that you did. 
I don't know. Because dude. the only people that work hard at Chick-fil-A are the ones that have to stand outside in a thousand degree weather and direct the traffic. Yeah, I'd like to see you come They're work the at ones Chick-fil-A. That, dude, it, how hard could it be? Here's some chicken oh, nuggets. Oh, it's hard. Dude, there's like three things on the menu. I guarantee that Chick-fil-A on any given day gets double or triple the business of fucking Verona it Pizza It is a gets. major corporation. Yeah. <laughs> I work at a pizza shop. A s- small business. What is your point? I'm just saying, there's I'm chicken nuggets con- there. This, this is all right. Shut up, both of you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know where this is going. There's chicken nuggets. I get very personal about this. Yeah, about fucking chicken. Shut up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a shill. I'm a shill for the corporation. That's insane. Just to a me. cog in the wheel of corporate America. Cool. That's yeah. insane to me. By oh, the way, Olympic. Travis Kelsey looks like shit. Yeah, not looking great with he that looks uh, like shaved beard. Shit with that beard. Lack of. <laughs> that was so funny. The profile picture. Like, why did today. he do that? I mean, why not? Jason should have stepped up and been like, "Hey, listen." <laughs> That ain't your look, bro. That ain't your look. You ain't that guy, pal. You ain't that guy, pal. Jason Peters survives, though, by the way. What? what? He, he signed a one-year contract with some yeah. horrible team. Oh, sure. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, like, Eagles-related things, yeah, I guess we could talk about that. Dude, I mean, Jalen to be honest. First preseason game, Jalen Hurts looked pretty fucking good. Yeah, practice good. is so important. Numbers weren't there, yeah. but... uh. Pretty I much mean, every ball, played what, like yeah, yeah he played like two drives, yeah. But every ball he threw was on the money, except for one deep ball to Watkins, who and also <laughs> looks fucking great. By dude, the way, I want to get a quick. I want to get a. I want to get a Watkins so jersey. Fast. He he's fast as fuck. And also, let's give fucking credit where it's due. Jalen Regger's been making some motherfucking highlights in practice. I tell you what, in, in what? practice. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but still, Taylor. Taylor, don't diminish practice. He looked it's very like important. shit in the game. No, I, listen, I'm not saying that. I'm just Did saying. Did he even have a catch? I, don't, I was hating I don't know. when I was watching it, so I don't I, remember. So <laughs> far, he's got the two best catches in Eagles camp, and one of them, was, the, the better one, was against an opposing team. So yeah, you know no, they were I mean, trying. Well, that's like a nice little break. So spot, wait, Taylor, like, you don't put any stock into preseason practices? I put more stock into uh, like mixed practices with other teams than See, I See, that's do where you find games. things out. The I, mixed practices. I heard somebody read a headline, Ryan Leaf, uh, Outperforms Peyton Manning in preseason game, so <laughs> I feel like that's good enough example. For <laughs> no, I like I hundred percent agree. Like I'd I rather I'd rather see what's happening in a joint practice than in a actual game because you're going to see more first team reps in a joint practice than you will in the actual game. Yeah. Like hundred percent. Kelsey needs that beer back. He does, he does. need that beer yeah. back. Did you just Holy peep the picture? Shit. Did you see what he did this morning though? He changed his Twitter profile picture and just colored it all in that's with good. like with, that was with classic. <laughs> that yeah, was awesome. It's fun. I like good. him. He's yeah, a he's fun awesome. guy, and he's a great guy to have in fantasy. Let me tell That's you that. True. That's true. Fantasy tell season. Tell me about your fantasy team. This is uh, really interesting. Travis Kelsey, all the time, all day, every day. I don't know if Shaq. Deshaun Watson, before you know, he started all that shit. Uh, Josh Allen now is my QB. You know what I mean? Are you even in a fantasy league? Yeah, I'm in two. Oh, all right. Did you already draft? You, you it's my fourth. It, it's my fourth year with the with the same league. Did you draft it? No, not yet. Well, then you don't have a team. What I'm just saying. I well, he said, tell me about your fantasy team. I can go in years past. I drafted one league. Devontae so Adams, he, he isn't always. I have my second draft on Thursday. I got mine in two weeks down the shore. We're all doing it in person. See, they're, they're so much better when you do them in person. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, doing mine in person. Better. I'm doing mine in person. And we're making a whole fucking weekend out of it. It's going to be dope. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm going down to Seattle at my buddy's house. Right on. Sounds like a good time. So, Seamus, you doing anything separate from Hello Mega Tour this weekend? Uh, this weekend, I'm doing Hello Mega Tour and oh, nothing he's else. Skipping my birthday. Yeah, that, make sure you count that. Saturday, I'm going to be tailgating none other than the Philadelphia Union. 
Why? That actually sounds like a lot of fun. A man gonna of be, culture. I'm going to be showing love to the best Philadelphia just franchise. Just be careful in Chester. I was going to say, getting drunk in Chester is just the best <laughs> thing to do. But uh, no, come on, dude. The Sons of Ben are going to be there. It's going to be great. Now I can stand them more than I can stand the Fandemic crew. Yeah, the Sons, Sons of Ben are better, also way better. Do you better. know any of them personally? Like, what's going on with this? The Fandemic crew? Yes. No, they're just really annoying. No, someone, one of them had to have done something to him. No, I don't like them. Like, they think, one of them's dude, like they old, take credit for the priest. Phillies missing the playoffs pretty much last year. They were like, oh, they, like when they went on winning streaks last year, they were like, dude, it's a fandemic crew because they're outside the stadium. We're giving them support. And then they just did, weren't is this good. Like, so. This is like the Mike Scott Hive, but Phillies. <laughs> yeah, but it's worse. Mike Scott Hive was fun. Was it? Yeah. Mike yeah. Scott Hive had like meetups. Mike Scott Hive yeah. went way too far. Yeah. Mike dude, Scott it's, Hive. It was, it's, it's multiple so people fun. got like. <laughs> Bees with bandanas tattooed on their bodies. But that's I know, awesome. It's that is awesome. <laughs> I know somebody that did that. I graduated Roman with some kid that did that. Yeah, I'm referring to that same person. I, I know, Wait, but like, dude, he has fun tattoo? with it. There was only honestly a couple that a were couple? that posted it on Twitter. No, there there was a, there was. I'm like pretty close with the girl that kind of like started it, and like, there were several. There are awesome people. Yeah, I have to admit that. Plus, and Mike they would Scott, literally just like. Organized. They basically became like the Sixers Twitter family eventually. But Mike Scott's a great guy. Mike though. Scott started sucking. So still a great guy though. Yeah, phenomenal dude. It's just weird that we're championing the fucking twelfth man and then. Oh well, ben I mean, Simmons yeah, but I mean, he had the whole thing was like he had that great series against Brooklyn. Yeah, because the, the year that the Mike Scott have started, he actually wasn't bad. Well, like he was he was that injection of like energy we needed. But going back then to they, what you said, Taylor, they, they it has nothing to. The it's not no, similar. It's that they they banned the headbands and like everybody sucked again. It's Adam not, Silver can't let the fucking Taylor. Sixers it's have not anything. similar at all because <laughs> it's not a like based on one person. It's just for the Phillies. I just meant like vibe. I guess no, I it's know. a horrible vibe. Fandemic crew is like the worst vibe you could imagine. I don't. I, don't yourself, I really don't know what his gripe. With there's them something is. behind. No, I know it. There has to be. There has to be. No, picture yourself. In your most uncomfortable situation you've ever been in your entire life. Are you just jealous that Put they yourself were there, there and you weren't? No. I could have went down to the stadium yeah. and stood outside of a stadium I, without anything to do. You would. With binoculars <laughs> and a fucking ladder. Yeah, I know. A ladder. I think you're jealous. Oh, my God. I just, they're insufferable. <laughs> they are insufferable people. I really think you're just jealous. I, I'm not Wait, a fan of the are you mad because Middleton I'm not a came out fan. to visit them? Dude, I don't care about John Middleton. I think he's a piece of shit. Oh, I know. I'm Whoa. saying, is that why? Whoa. Is that why you don't like them? Because he came out and recognized them? No. Like, I just... It's bad vibes. What, like, what, really what bad, bad vibes. vibes. What is bad vibes about them? First of all, there's like eight of them. And they would just go and literally get drunk and They did not get horn. drunk. That's where I have a problem right, with them. <laughs> Okay, so it all comes down to fucking drinking. Oh, no, but it's like fun. they did. No, they just didn't really have a good time. They, like, it didn't look like it was fun. Like, they just bought cowbells and were annoying. Like, we were at the game the other day. All I heard was cowbells and shit. Like, that's annoying because that doesn't symbolize... I didn't hear a Go fill it. I don't know what he's talking Dude, about. Dude, they were sitting right in left field. Old man, I straight up did not hear a cowbell. Old man yells at clouds vibes right now. <laughs> uh, it was just annoying. Big time. <laughs> Big time. Dude, I'm not allowed to, like, dislike a group or think a group is corny. I just don't think... I don't think it's like you have a valid reason to really but like here's the thing because i mean they gave you're, energy at a time when there was none but you're in the stadium now why are you still a thing they have a sign and everything pandemic crew with their cowbells because they were the ones that stuck with them last year and their air horns why are they allowed to bring air horns into the stadium it's the noises now again <laughs> it's gotta be the yeah. noise they're just annoying <laughs> he doesn't know. like air horns disturbing his piece so of was it like the fifth time they panned to them during <laughs> a game last season when he got annoyed to them well, no, I mean that had something to do with it. That the that the TV crew was like sort of like giving them like like yeah, airtime well, when you're running Tom McCarthy. 
Yeah, when you're running a broadcast, especially one that's baseball where <laughs> nothing happens, you and there are no fans onto anything <laughs> yeah. that's happening. There's literally no fans in the stands. You can't like pan over the crowd. Yeah. All right. Well, you so just obviously they're going like to focus sports. on the fucking. <laughs> I just don't like sports. Hate them. I, I guess. Hate. I literally can't stand sports. If you don't, if you don't think baseball is entertaining, even with nobody in the stadium, first of all, you've never been to. If it's so entertaining, why do they talk about nothing? What do you mean? Why do they talk about nothing? when there's a baseball hit, which rarely happens. that's just not true, especially with this broadcasting crew. The Phillies are lucky. I think Tom McCarthy's a, a, a king. First of all, I think he's a John Crook might actually be one of my favorite. John Crook is a phenomenal color commentator. I think he's a great drunk. They're so much better than what they had. They used to have Chris no, I'm, fucking I'm not, I'm Wheeler. Not, I'm not saying the quality of the broadcasters. I'm saying they have to talk about something that's not the game. Yeah, but good broadcasters figure game. it out. Or is that your point, that they have to talk yeah. about other yeah. things? That's, that's, yeah, that's the point. point. Uh, I mean, I don't know what to tell you, dude. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. I, I mean, baseball is a sport, obviously, that doesn't have a similar pace to the other major sports. So what do you, what do you want them to do? No, nothing. I'm just telling you why <laughs> I would find it boring. Oh, okay. That's cool. You were yelling about people finding it boring, and he just gave you a rebuttal, and then you forgot what you were yelling Well, you know about. what? I'm going to be civil with you tonight, Taylor. And, okay, your point is valid. <laughs> pandemic for life. I like how Taylor is now Taylor's a member part of the pandemic crew. crew. <laughs> Taylor's going to show up That'd with an air so horn. <laughs> it's like his first Phillies game in 30 years. <laughs> Next week, he's going to show up and keep hiding an air horn under the desk and just start blaring it into the microphone. Last <laughs> Phillies game he was at, like, Todd Pratt was the catcher. <laughs> I went to 2015 opening day. I probably That's couldn't the last name one any. Yeah. Was Utley and Rollins Damn. still on the team? Well, outside of me working, yeah. Wow. Damn. That's crazy. Six years without going to the ballpark. One of the most beautiful in the league. I do love just going down there for a game. I mean, it's all. Awesome. It's a great environment, even when there's yeah. nobody there, especially when there's no one I honestly, there. I'd rather be, there be nobody there. I'd rather the tickets be eight bucks and there's no one there and I just get fucking hammered and go. Yeah, and there's no lines for concessions. Mm-hmm. That's Those were it's, the good old days. Phenomenal. That's the only benefit of a rebuild. Yes. Yes, I miss like like if I lived in Tampa, I would go to every Rays game, every single Rays game. <laughs> I don't know about that. I feel like I got too spoiled with the 08, 09. Yeah, no, I mean like, everybody did. 10, I, was, I was like about to finish high school, like we were all. Oh, dude, that's like the perfect lot. fucking yeah. time. Yeah. Oh man. So I yeah, I feel like I was at like the peak of baseball fun, and now it's just like I'm yeah. never, I'm not getting that again. So mm-hmm. you know, I'm done. I mean, unless you just come get trashed with us at a game one time. Well, was there ever well, a time? The Phillies aren't any good. That was the whole fun of it, too. Well, what? tell her. The Phillies aren't that good right now. I mean, well, they in, could be in any given day. Okay, they're not an all-time good like they were <laughs> no, I know. 12 years ago. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're hammered, you won't you won't know. Yeah, what's the difference? They also have superstars. I, just get, I get hammered. <laughs> All of a sudden, Vince wakes up when alcohol's being <laughs> talked about. I'm, I'm here. <laughs> Are you? Alcohol's being talked about. I'm here. <laughs> Taylor, when did you like? Was there a point in your life where you just like did not like baseball? Was that after the Phillies uh, were successful? It's not. It just doesn't interest me. It's not even like. No, I get it. Yeah, yeah. But it interested you when they were good. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. What, are you, what, are, you, what are you trying to he's say? He's holding this against you in his head for the rest no, of your I'm life. No, no. It's just Philadelphia fans. Oh fuck you. Shane, I'm. I'm <laughs> Very, very, very much proud to say I'm a Fairweather fan. All right, good. At least you admit it. At least yeah. you own it. All right. Speaking Besides of... Besides the uh, pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to the pandemic, Taylor's a super fan. Also, I don't like them because they exploited a dangerous pandemic by calling themselves the pandemic Here crew. We go. 
Now we're getting Now we cancel them. <laughs> the pandemic crew exploited, uh, like, people died from COVID. It's a pandemic, and you're going to be like, yeah, oh, we're they the were wearing masks. We're the fan. I don't, I'm not sure that they were. Every time the cameras were on, they were wearing masks. <laughs> <laughs> we're the pandemic crew wearing masks. <laughs> In 2020, while they were outside. No, but seriously, I don't I, I don't know if they were wearing masks or not. Every time they showed them on TV, they were, to yeah, be fair. Well, because they got a, an alert that they were go- that the camera was about <laughs> Is to Is that how that works? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, the, ca- the, the camera's about to point at us, guys. Better put our masks on. Tom McCarthy's like, hey, listen, guys, we're about to pan over to you. Put your mask on. Also, I mean, at the same time, it wasn't that big of a crew. It's still not that. That's the I, whole I, point. Oh, oh, are, is this why? There are is like, this why you don't like them? There are like ten people. Did Seamus try to be a member? No, but there are like ten people in the pandemic. Seamus's application to the pandemic <laughs> club got denied. denied. He's pissed. I just don't understand. Like, I whatever. I just don't understand why they don't want me. I I, I, I want to. It's stop like that talking. that scene in the in the Fresh Prince. <laughs> why don't he want me, man? I just don't oh, want to talk about on, them don't anymore. Bring that up. I don't want to talk about them anymore. All right. Well, at the top of the, we're about to start. We're about to start our second hour. So I, I really don't want to talk about the pandemic. We're, right. we're, we're not. <laughs> I figured now would be the time that we could do our first draft. All right. If you want to get into it. So basically, I'm just going to start bringing topics. So it's going to be random. Today's is Philly sports related, but I'm just going to do random shit. Me, Taylor, Seamus, and Pat, we're going to snake draft random topics. Today we're starting off. We're going to do favorite uh, Philly sports moments that we've lived through. The rules here are because I had to clarify for Seamus. You can't just pick something like Phillies win the World Series. It has to be a specific moment but from what the if series. That's like my favorite thing ever. Well, but it doesn't. You can't pick it. All right, fair enough. Take this seriously. God damn it. Okay. So I'm gonna randomize the order here. We're gonna see what we get. All right, we're going Pat, me, Seamus, and Taylor, and then it's a snake draft. So as you know, Taylor will go twice. So it uh, was planned all along that I wasn't gonna go like <laughs> anywhere near the top one or two. So yeah, that was the that was a plan the entire time. So, uh, Pat, what's 1-1 one, one on this draft? I got to go the Brandon Graham sack fumble that, to seal the deal. I fucking dropped. That was, I dropped to my knees and cried at that. I, 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 was, I was just breaking everything around me. I was so happy. I was Because at that point in the game, the amount of fucking fear that was going through my body oh my of, God. Uh, of Gronk. I don't even remember the halftime show. I like blacked it out. Well, that halftime so show fun. sucked. Well, I don't even too. remember. Well, JT. Timberlake, that sucked. G- I don't even remember if it did. I was so fucking like, no, frantic I mean, during all that. You just stole what I was going to say. That was going to be my favorite memory of Philly sports ever was Justin Timberlake's halftime show <laughs> at the Eagles Super Bowl. My, my pick is going to be like the most fucking... He was a lot better than The weekend. that's it, for sure. It's going to be the most stereotypical pick, but it's, it's the Philly special. I knew you were going to say that. I mean, come on, the Philly special. <laughs> I like how yeah, Vince goes, that. hey, you can't pick the 08 World Series, which is the most obvious one, no, or no, the Super saying, Bowl. No, you, saying, you pick a, a play. Moment, a moment. Okay, a moment. But, but so the Philly special like, is so pick, obvious. All right, so you could say like... I don't... I know what you're going to say. I didn't go yet. You don't get what I'm saying? Damn it. No, I get You can't pick an overall... But dude, the Philly special is so obvious. Yeah, but I didn't pick the Eagles win the World Se- uh, the Super Bowl. That would be incredible if they won the World they, Series. That would. All right, go ahead. What do you want? That so would almost be the impossible. Phillies. They're probably better than the Phillies. No, but let's talk about the Philly special for a minute. I mean, um, it was the greatest play in Philadelphia Eagles history, yes, arguably. It was. Yes, it was. Taylor, I thought Taylor went before me. No, Taylor's last. Oh, man, this is a tough one. There's a lot of Flyers moments that I've lived through. A lot of Flyers moments. That a I've lot lived of through. them. <laughs> a lot of union uh, moments that I've lived through. A lot of Sixers moments, which, you know, there were. But I would say one of my favorite like moments ever all time was this. 
I was a young child, right? 10 years old. I was with my mom and my dad at um, Citizens Bank Park. I don't think my brother was there. But I think it was, what, 06? I think it was 06, whatever year this happened. I think it was 06. Ryan Howard's 58th home run. Number 58. That's what I remember. That Just that entire season. That was like one of my favorite moments of all time in Philly sports history. His MVP year. So, in it, specifically his 58th homer? Sure, but like I, I would say his entire, that entire yeah, season. Yeah, you just didn't get the concept here. <laughs> Whatever. That's, that's, but that's what like honestly <laughs> turned me on to the Philly so much. All right. Was Ryan. No, fair enough. Taylor, you got two in a row here. All right. So, my first one, somewhat recent. It was uh, the introduction of the pandemic group. <laughs> Bro, you're like, dude, you're so funny. Like, you're the you're the funniest dude he is. that's ever lived. Hey, this is this is my moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah why dead. are you interrupting, dude? The right. guy that He's never back that back. never heard of the pandemic crew before tonight. That might be true. Don't let him patronize you. <laughs> What's your next pitch? Uh, I don't blame you. Next one actually has to be the Marco Bellinelli confetti game. Oh, I remember. oh, that's a good one. Guess where I was for that's that? A good one. I was at McShay's. Oh, that sucks. I'm sorry. With our friend was like the most Sixers moment ever. Ah, yeah. Oh, it's just to overtime. We didn't actually win. <laughs> that was that was insane. I love how like this that's is a good like, I was your actually favorite, and that's that like one. just a fucking terrible well, they, one. It stands out. I was actually no, no. It's funny. I was Seamus. You're up again. I'm up again. Oh wow. Oh boy. You're putting me on the spot here, man, because there's there's just a lot of Phillies moments that I'm thinking about right now. <laughs> Seriously, just a lot of Philadelphia Phillies just moments. Just go with the obvious one. What, John Mayberry Jr.'s first uh <laughs> home run ever? No. Um I have one similar to that actually. I think I know what you're gonna say. Yeah, you definitely know what I'm gonna say. Um I don't I don't know, man. Uh how about David Bell hitting for the cycle? How about that? That that's a good one. How about that one? You're going to go all Phillies, aren't you? I'm going to go all Phillies. <laughs> David Bell hitting for the cycle. Because I have like random moments that I remember from my childhood with the Phillies that just like made me happy at the time. And they still do when I harken back to them. <laughs> harken. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a fucking word. It certainly is. the other is. word you try to say? <laughs> Vehemently? Vehemently. Vehemently. Right, Pat. Or no, I'm up now. Yeah, right, Immediately. All right, I'm stuck in between a couple here. Um... I think that I'm going to go with, uh, what fucking season was it? It was 2012 or 2013. The Eagles, when we opened up in the first play, was a Michael Vick 70-yard bomb oh of a touchdown God, to Deshaun yeah, Jackson yeah. against the it was Redskins. Like what, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly what we were talking about. It was the, uh, first, year, the first year under Chip Kelly. Everyone <laughs> yeah. was fired up about it. Yeah. Everyone, the new offense, and he was bringing it to the NFL to revolutionize. In the first mm-hmm. play, Michael Vick rolls out and fucking throws a laser to Deshaun Jackson for a touchdown. I mean, yeah. that was incredible. That was fucking electric. Incredible. Uh, so, I mean, Tremendous. that's one of my favorites for sure. Pat, you got two go. in a row here. I, I know exactly what you're going to say. Right. Jimmy Butler, Ooh. you are a 76er. That's a fucking go on. I mean, he made a three. No, that was electric. With .3 seconds left in OT to go up 122, 119 over the Hornets. God, that was... It that was, feels like so long ago. I know. Dude, it, like, it's just, it hurts, too. Yeah, it, <laughs> like, it hurts a lot. I would much rather at this stage have Jimmy over Ben. Obviously. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, if I had to make the decision... Like, looking back, I was like, oh, no, it's all right. Like, he, he wanted to leave because he didn't like Brett. He didn't like Ben. That was a great moment. 
I mean, that was just. And, but Jimmy Butler's pure also bliss. like, I, I love him. No, same. Yeah. I love watching him play. I was fucking heartbroken. Like, I knew he was going to come back, but I was heartbroken when he didn't. He's there just, was a part of me that was like, he's going to come Jimmy back. Butler's, the rest of me was like, no, Jimmy Butler's just back. one of those guys like you like to root for. Well, he's no, no, really, he isn't. To me, he is. I like to you, he might be, but to most people, he's a very polarizing player because he's such a dickhead to his teammates. I like polarizing players. That checks out. Um, He's such a dickhead to his teammates most of the time, and that's why he didn't work in Minnesota. That's why he didn't work in Chicago, was because he was just being a dickhead to everybody. But that's just the way he is. So then, when he came to Philly and he was being a dickhead to Joel, and Joel just gave it right back to him, he was like, "I respect it." Same thing with JJ Redick. I respect it. You're going to be a dickhead back to me. There's yeah. somebody I'm, I'm thinking of. Can you think of who I'm thinking of that he's probably being a dickhead to that didn't like it? <laughs> I don't know, man. Who on it's the a weak-minded yeah, player yeah. on the Sixers tends to... Oh, what, what's his name? It's, it's on the tip of oh, my... Oh, Ben Simmons! It's on the tip of my tongue. Fucking little bitch, Ben Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> so I, thought gonna, say, I have a feeling... I thought he was going to say Furkan. <laughs> I really did. I thought you were going to say Furkan. The Turkish delight never. <laughs> That's my Turkish delight. Pat, you're up for a second pick here. Um, Number I'd have two. to go... Mm. 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 Uh. <laughs> Hit me with a beat real quick. I'm gonna wrap the Victorino this. Grand Slam. Oh no! The Victorino Grand Slam of CC Sabathia. Grand Slam Victorino. That was, that Another was Scott Fransky amazing call. By the way, he is so underrated as an announcer. Oh uh, yeah, Fransky and LA are fantastic. He's one of the best play-by-play guys. Dude, I have yeah. so many like written down here, and I don't want to pick all Eagles, so I'm gonna switch it up here. <laughs> is there a uh, maggot in there, Taylor? Looks like a mosquito. No, a mosquito. Oh, Taylor's about to get bit up. Taylor's getting bit up by the Skeeters. All right, I'm going with this one because this is probably the happiest in a long time I've been watching the Sixers. Like, this single moment, the amount of fucking pure bliss that went through my body. 2001. I don't think I've... No, not even uh, that. That uh, was way too young for that. Oh, uh, okay. Um, it's Joel Embiid's windmill dunk and airplane Ooh. run against the Raptors. <laughs> oh, that's a that good one. Was, oh, that was the, fantastic. That was oh. the happiest as a Sixers fan I've ever oh. been. That's a good one. A, a, what was it? Game six. We're blowing the Raptors oh, out at God. home. Joel comes down, clear lane, windmill. They call a timeout. He does his airplane run through the fucking oh, half. Oh, my God. That was, that came back. I, that was that iconic. Came back to bite us. I don't, that did come back to bite us. It did. <laughs> but I don't hate the concept of this segment, but I just hate this segment. Because I realize how much <laughs> fucking losers we are. So. Oh, I know. <laughs> no, my, one of my favorite. Like, yeah. Oh, we were almost there. <laughs> this segment exposes hey, how hey, bad we are. The first one I said, we were there. <laughs> That's it was true. the Super Bowl, and we won it. No, and that was the play that's, And oh, also okay. the second one. Okay, yes. <laughs> the second Phillies one got us there, too. Yeah. Seamus, you're up, though. Oh, it's my? It's mine? It's my turn? It's all yours. All right. I'm the, do I get another chance later? Yeah, I can never. We're get, going yeah. to five. I can never get two in a row. We're gonna we're gonna do five here. All right, and you got two so far. This is your third. It was a beautiful afternoon or evening, evening <laughs> at Chavez Ravine. Vince knew what Chavez Ravine is. No, Dodger Stadium, two thousand eight. Fifty-eight-year-old Matt Stairs steps up to the plate. <laughs> Matt Stairs. Joe Buck actually with a call that I like. Stairs rips one of the night deep into right. <laughs> yeah, but we all love that call in spite of Joe Buck into the yes. Dodgers bullpen because or he was, was so bullpen. unexcited about it, but that, so unenthusiastic about that it. That Matt Stairs home run propelled that team. It pro- it just lit up a spark in that team. I don't know if that's what it was. No, it did. It did, dude. I mean, it re- that was a that was a game changing like moment in that I series. Disagree. I don't disagree with you. 
It was it was one of the most iconic moments in Philly sports history. It became an There's iconic no doubt about call because it. of how calm it was. Yeah, I think I think it was also just destined. Like that team was just kind of destined. That, that stairs from rum, man. It that, was electric. Don't get me wrong, oh but I think God. that team, regardless of that, if that happened or not, was destined. I don't know, man. To win that that Rays team was all right. The Evan Longoria, Akinori, oh, yeah, Wamura, that was against them. Carl Crawford. I'm just looking at I'm just looking at the two that Taylor has so far, and I can't stop laughing. So let's see what you do to round to round out three and four here, because I, I I can't wait to see where this goes. Uh, this is a more personal one. Uh, me thinking the Zaire Smith <laughs> trade was actually a very smart move. I'm just gonna write the hope of Zaire Smith. <laughs> a rare, Priya. This is all just pain. <laughs> a rare lack of judgment by this Taylor. This is all pain and suffering. Oh, my next traded. one. My next one is awful. <laughs> we just traded a legitimate starter yeah. guy and a guy yeah. that almost died from what a sesame seed allergy, a peanut peanut, peanut allergy, peanut allergy. Yeah. And, and what allergy. other tragedy would you like to take here? This is your fourth pick. Well, since twist it is, the knife, why don't yeah. you? Speaking of tragedies, the 20th anniversary of you know what's coming up. But go ahead, Taylor. Jesus Christ. <laughs> He didn't get it at first. He didn't get it at first. <laughs> I was almost there. Um, I'll actually do a legit one. The first post post process playoff series. There you go. Sixers and mm. five in, against Miami. Yeah. I like. Was that when fucking oh, was that Meek when Meek got freed? No, no, no that, that was, was Jimmy the second. Season. Okay, yeah, yeah, second yeah okay, one. yeah. That no, that's a good one. That is uh, after suffering for very long. It was a uh, hard fault to get there. Yeah, Sheamus, your oh, I'm fourth up again? pick. Jesus Christ! <clears throat> yeah, that's how this works. All right, you know I got to go Phillies one more time because this one honestly really like impacted me, and so did the radio call. Real quick, what did you do to your shirt collar? You just tug on it. It's always like that. <laughs> okay. Why do I look? <laughs> what's wrong with me? Are you saying I look fat? <laughs> no, you're just tugging on your shirt collar. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Taylor. So, Seamus, your pick. Taylor, like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> you know, All right. uh, we're here. All right, shame. Come I on, mean, come on. Hey, hey shame. Hey, shame. Focus on task. All right, 2009 NLCS. Philly shortstop Jimmy Robbins hits the walk-off to win the game against Broxton. That, that's a great Chooch one. Chooch scores. Mm-hmm. By the way, one of Fransky's best calls ever. It'll go up the alley. Uh, someone ruse around third. He is being waved down. The Phillies have won the ball game. No. Ruiz slides. Rollins has won it. That was amazing. Yeah. Jimmy Rollins. Um, Your all-time hits leader, by the way. Your all-time yeah. franchise hits leader over who? Michael Jack Schmidt. There you go. Jimmy Rollins. So I got two more picks here, and I've already taken two Eagles and a Sixers, so I'm going to go Phillies here. This one's more in terms of how Stealing fucking great the play was, but I'm going to go Utley's fake throw. Ooh, the mm. pump. Uh, yeah, the mm. pump. The pump. Yeah. And I would just like to call out that had that been Derek Jeter, Joe Buck would have been creaming his little shorts, but because it was Chase <laughs> Utley. Creaming his little shorts. <laughs> but because it was Chase Utley making that throw, that call didn't get the respect it deserves for an all-time great play. I, wonder if th- I agree with you, Vince, but I wonder if that's like has ever been like said before like consecutively. Joe Girardi creaming no, 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 his no, no. shorts. Joe Buck. Oh, I thought you said Girardi. No, Joe Buck. Because that, because that. Wouldn't Joe make Buck sense. made the call, and yeah, it was a very true. like unenthusiastic call on one of the greatest plays in the World Series. Well, yeah. every single home. And run again, in had the that World been Derek, un- had that been Derek Jeter, Joe Buck would have been ha- coming himself. Yeah, and Girardi would have too, because he was his manager. But back then, Joe Buck hated Philadelphia. He's much better now. Uh, Pat, 
You got two in a row here to round out your list, and then that's it. So that's it, dude. This next one is going to be very opposite of what I was just talking about in the last one, because I used to love this guy. Oh no! <laughs> oh, I no. used to be the biggest Ben Simmons supporter. Oh, this is sad. Um, Actually, play the crying music. <laughs> play plays a song in the world's smallest violin. Hey Ben, we miss you, buddy. You're not even gone. <laughs> so, but Pat misses uh, you apparently. It was him making his three in the preseason against, against the Chinese, the Chinese f- team. Yeah. And I will never forget, me and my friend were at my house watching the beginning of the game, waiting to go to my other friend's house to finish watching the game. And we, we I saw it happen, and I was in complete shock. And then we hopped in my car and are you driving down. You that shit, too. I know. We're driving down my street, and there's construction going on in front of me. Hate construction. And I literally this entire time I'm just screaming out of my car. Ben Simmons hit a three. Ben Simmons hit a three. And I pull up to the construction where the guys have me like stopped. And I look out the window at the guy and I go, Ben Simmons hit a fucking three. And he goes, You're shitting me. <laughs> and I literally pulled out my phone and showed him the video. And he was like, You're fuck. Oh my god. And he like told his friend, like the entire construction crew was like cheering. And I was like over the fucking moon. We get to my friend's house. I'm like picking my friends up, like screaming that Ben Simmons hit a I'm three. I'm glad I wasn't there. Yeah, same. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want him picking me up. Well, I hate the six. You got another one, Pat. What, <laughs> is your, what do you want your last stinks. pick to be here? Yeah. The Royal Holiday Perfect Game. I was wondering if anyone was going to take yeah. that. That, yeah. I mean, that. The reason why I didn't say Royal anything Holiday about Holiday was because I didn't know if like dead people were allowed to be involved. Oh, no. Dead people were allowed to be involved. <laughs> okay. For sure. Uh, I mean, yeah, what I what mean, needs to be said about that? That was just was, one of the greatest yeah, pitching I mean, was, performances ever. And he was just like one of my favorite players to ever play for the Phillies. So it was like, like I was always a big fan of pitchers in general. So I was a big Hamels guy, yeah, big Cliff Lee guy, big big Halliday guy. I loved Cliff Lee. Yeah, I mean, he was just a man. But then Halliday was just a master of his craft. Like, like right. probably one of the best pitchers to ever pitch in this game. So agreed. Like seeing him have the second ever and perfect game in Phillies history was absurd that was amazing and yeah i mean to follow that was also a kind of a bonus and to do it against the marlins no i'm I'm joking joking. (laughs) no but i mean to follow that it's kind of a little bonus right here i might steal someone's but it was the no hitter and the i was going to say you should make that an honorable mention yeah i mean i have some honorable mentions down because i'm not going to pick all of mine but um, of course to round out my list I'm gonna I'm gonna go Eagles again because obviously I'm like Seamus with him with the Phillies, me with the Eagles. But um, but that's what makes the show so great. This this is the loudest. I wasn't obviously I was not in attendance for this, but even just through the TV, this play is the single loudest I've ever heard. The Yankee the Stadium, oh. and that is Patrick Robinson's pick six against the Vikings. Oh, that is my buddy Jimmy's amazing. favorite fucking play. And shout out to him. <laughs> Literal, actually, no. Never mind. The Julio play where he drops in the. I think I was at your house. Patrick Robinson. Patrick Robinson just retired recently, and uh, shout out to that guy because yeah, he played a pivotal. That was the biggest momentum shift I've ever yep, seen ever. from one play no, in a game ever. Because yeah. after that, Vikings couldn't do shit. Yep. And like I said, that was the loudest I've ever heard the link. A lot of people Foles. and also. Foles. <laughs> big big shout out to Ronald Darby on that play because God, yeah. I'll be damned he didn't make a single good play in an Eagles uniform mm-hmm. as a cornerback. No. But I'll be damned if he didn't let Jarek McKinnon run him the fuck over, Certainly slowing did. him down just enough yep. so that Patrick Robinson can make it to the corner of the end zone. That was a great moment. So shout out to Ronald Darby <laughs> shout, for that. Shout out to Ronald Darby for being fucking terrible. His only good play was getting absolutely trucked yes. by Jarek McKinnon. Yes. That's right. But the pick six, obviously classic. Seamus, round out your list here. You got one more. It's a quote, but okay. it's a very famous quote. 
Fair enough. High hopes. I think a win like this. Jimmy Rollins, again, Jimmy Rollins, one of my all-time favorite Phillies. He said he was getting interviewed, right? He said uh, the Mets had a chance to win the World Series last year, but this year we're the team to beat in the NL East. And they certainly were. They ended up winning the division that year. To me, that is a slept-on moment in Philly sports history. We're the team to beat. J-Roll predicting with his crystal ball, <laughs> Jimmy Rollins. I like it. I like it. That's a solid one. So you wrapped up with all Philly's picks. I certainly <laughs> did. I mean, true to, you stay true to character. Well, so listen, I respect it. I didn't say, you know, I, I could have said, and I think this is going to be one of my honorable mentions, celebrating the first franchise ever to 10,000 losses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Honestly, we should have had a... Uh, play 168 games a season. <laughs> we could go get me wrong. We can, no, they we they, that would have helped. We can do the another... process would have been fantastic. Listen, maybe next... Listen, we got to let Taylor, Taylor take his last pick. Maybe next week we can do uh, the antithesis of this list and do the worst <laughs> Philly sports That's moments. a big word for Vince. <laughs> See, the funny part is like, I feel like a couple of mine could also yeah. be <laughs> thought of as the worst. Taylor's could. Mar- the Marco <laughs> Bellinelli <laughs> confetti moment, Zyre Smith. You know what's weird? Yeah. Let's, let's see what his last one's going to be. But you know here, what's weird? Before he goes any further, um, <laughs> that was actually like in my mind. I was going to say that the confetti, the confetti game, but I didn't. That was brutal watching it's, that. It's a perfect metaphor for that franchise. Yeah. Par- partly because I forgot who it was. So let's see what you Bellinelli, got. Right? It lasts in the round here. The 2012 Sixers run, only because run. they got to Game Seven. In yep. the Eastern Conference semifinals, and that's the same exact spot this fucking team is still at <laughs> to this day. That's true. Wait, was that the year that they? B- I hate you. Yeah, I that's, <laughs> we're losers. Stop twisting the knife. So that's the that's the year that we uh, beat the the Bulls, right? Yeah, Derek I had, got injured. Yeah, I had written down my honorable mention: Sixers beat the one seed Bulls. <laughs> so that was an honorable mention of mine. Yeah, Derek Rose get injured in like game three or something uh, the only other honorable mentions i really had written down here was the flea flicker against the vikings mm-hmm. good one um and world fucking champions oh that's a great one well that's yeah it's a given uh i have two definitely a top ahead i thought my mind it was uh the eric Brunt- bruntlet unassisted triple yes. play oh my god because i mean what a moment <laughs> that guy sucks what a fucking <laughs> moment and uh i was at a game with, or no, i have two now i have two now just, i was at a game that jamie moyer hit a triple oh no because of like three That's errors awesome. on the field, yeah. <laughs> I mean it was a it was a it was an error all the way around. But you just see old ass fucking Jamie Moore just getting the third base, jogging the back. I know that, and then he gets driven in because he literally there was an error at first base on the throw to first. He starts trotting over to second. You sure this was a like game and they weren't playing against old. themselves? <laughs> I'm dead serious. This I wasn't was a at scrimmage. The game. I was at the game. That's amazing. I do not remember who they were playing. But probably the Marlins. <laughs> they, I, it was hilarious because he trots to second base. They go to throw to second because obviously he's slow as fuck. Yeah, it's Jamie goes Moore. by the guy at second, and the guy it's, there's nobody backing him up because the guy at second was backing up first, and then <laughs> he keeps going around to third, and the ball's trickling its way into fucking left center field. That's fucking class. And he gets to third, standing up the entire time. I love it. It I was it. phenomenal. Jamie Moyer was a king. Terrible yeah. broadcaster. <laughs> yeah, awful. that lasted one whopping yeah. season. And then there was another one for me that I was. It was just a random Phillies game I was at, but it was in 08, It was in 07. and uh, they were playing the Mets. It was the last game of the series. They were about to sweep them. Yeah, and it was extra innings. It was tied. Um, it was like the best ten ten, and then the Mets went up one run, and then Chase Utley hit a walk off double. Oh my god! Or walk off 
single to score two guys I on was second and third. Single. And I, it, me and my dad were at that game, and we were going fucking crazy. That's like one of the best. This, that's one of the best games. In this next honorable yeah. mention like kind of goes against my rule in the beginning, which is why I didn't put it on my list. Also, it just wouldn't have been there. But I need to show. We need to show some love to the Flyers. The two. The twenty. <laughs> The 2012 Eastern Conference quarterfinal series against the Penguins. I don't know if you remember. We I had them 4-2. No <laughs> that was the series where Drew and uh, Crosby fought, and there was just a bunch of fights that I whole series. And that. It was intense as fuck. It was the most intense hockey series I've ever watched. I'll be the first to admit I'm not that big of a Flyers fan. So I don't remember. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't I remember what I remember is limited about. to like pretty much like Danny Briere. My Flyers <laughs> fandom kind of comes and goes, but at that point I was a pretty big Flyers guy mm-hmm. and that series what about was when they came fucking back against, electric. Uh, did they come back in, against the Blackhawks? No, that or, was... Uh, uh, so 20, 2010, they went down 3-1 to one to the Bruins. To the Bruins. Came back in that series okay, 1 and yeah. then they went to the Stanley Cup Finals where they played the, Bru- uh, the, the Black Blackhawks and yeah. lost. Yeah. Yeah. That but was like that 2012 series against the Penguins w- will forever be etched in my mind just because of Crosby versus Drew and all types of other dudes on the fucking... Flyers getting in the rumbles every mm-hmm. fucking I have an honorable line. mention. Go ahead. What about Sloppy Joe's World Series home run? Oh, there you Sloppy go. Sloppy Joe. Joe. There Glenn. you go. Sloppy Joe with the World Series dinger. Yeah, honestly. If he didn't get laid that night, I don't know what to tell I you. I mean, Pat Pearl's wife probably sucked his cock. Probably. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> there were swingers. We there don't know if they were or they weren't. Allegedly. Where there's smoke, Allegedly. there's fire. You know what's another one? Ryan smoke. Howard killing Harry Gilles. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that is also a conspiracy theory. Oof. <laughs> Cue the music. James, <laughs> why don't you explain that I'm one? certainly not explaining oh, this Oh, come one. on. No, I'm saving it for a I don't even time. remember all the details. Come on, you have to. Well, I don't either. I'm not <laughs> explaining this one. Or you're going to have to tune so in. This general- is a good teaser. You're going to have to tune in next week. I'll explain the whole thing because I have it written down somewhere. He was saving seriously, that for seriously. his bad not, moments Not list. to make Pat, you know, not to put him on the, I don't even know what the hell I'm saying anymore. But I don't want to, like, leave him I hanging. I flustered him. I don't want to leave him hanging. But um, next week, I'll talk about that one. Tune in next week. But I have a couple other honorable on mentions. Wars. <laughs> there was an honorable mention, I would say, but I wasn't like old enough to take it in, the step over. I'm yeah. Not doing yeah, I mean, that has to be. Oh, the one finals game we've won since 1983. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't two Jesus years old Christ. when that happened, so like I cannot say that. Yeah, I mean, I 100% agree. That would have um, just been a bad, bad look by me. I got an honorable mention. My seventh grade teacher getting fired before dancing on top of a bus stop after the Phillies won the World Series. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> because she was butt naked from the waist down. Was she I love real? That for her. I love that for her. Dude, honestly. That's bullshit it's that kinda she got weird. fired. Well, it was a Catholic That's school. Bu- fuck that. It was a Catholic school, and all of us saw her, and we were her students. This is why the Catholic <laughs> Church is bullshit. If you did the that fucking, at the a fucking public pr- school, the fucking, you'd be fired. The as fucking well. priests at the Catholic schools can rape the kids, and they'll cover that up. Jesus. But but God forbid one teacher dance with her pants off after the Phillies win the World <laughs> Series, and all hell breaks loose. Like a blanket statement. <laughs> I thought it was kind of weird that it wasn't her top; it was her pants. Because like most girls would immediately go for the, the Listen, top off. There were a lot of ass men in that crowd. <laughs> now usually I go off the rails, but this the, uh, this is out of control. Out of control, well, but just, just calling it the hypocrisy of the Catholic Church. <laughs> All right, getting back to the <laughs> honorable up sex abuse scandals, let, but let, fire. Let's, let's get back to teachers. the honorable mentions. I have one. I have one too. Go uh, ahead, Taylor. The Sixers fan that triggered Isaiah Thomas to walk into yes. the stands. <laughs> he said sorry. I just wanted a frosty. Wanted yeah. a frosty. Seamus. That's a good Is that one. yours? <laughs> oh. I yeah, thought that was no. yours. No, I mean, but like that was a fun time. <laughs> Do you what about when we acquired acquired for the first time Cliff Lee? I loved Cliff Lee, so that was a great one. About that. Or when Cliff Lee chose to come back here for less money yes. than go to the Yankees. And yeah. when he had the that one game where he had the two behind the back catches. 
Yeah. That was pretty sick. Fucking yeah. insane. Yeah, but, <laughs> and then the pop-up where he just went like this. Speaking yeah. of rowdy Sixers fans, the fan giving Russell Westbrook the double birds. No, that guy sucks. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't know no, about that, that guy, so but that funny. moment was hilarious. It was fucking That so also funny. created an all-time meme with Russell's reaction. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The, I mean, it's legendary. Point. You can't deny that. It is. It was yeah, a that's, legendary That's why moment. everybody hates us. That guy. <laughs> Does so. it have to be? No. No, that's because we threw snowballs at you. Does it have to be our <laughs> lifetime, or can it be like... Uh, well, now that we're in honorable mentions, you can just say whatever you want, because none of this is going on the okay, actual well, list. McGraw. <laughs> Michael Jack Schmidt's four home runs in, at Wrigley? I don't even know what year that was. But he had four home yeah, runs at Wrigley. That's a... I can't relate because I never saw it, but... Well, you can go look it up on the YouTube. No, I, on the YouTube? <laughs> the YouTube. The YouTube. It's right next to the Wawa. I'm trying to think of some other ones. There are literally no other Flyers moments that stand out to me. I'm trying to, like, sh- give them some love. Uh, yeah, I mean... Carter Hart's debut. Kind of a, I don't even know if that time. was a good game. Yeah, it wasn't. I'm pretty sure I don't was. remember. Just the excitement around <laughs> uh, it. K- uh, here's one. Like, this was momentary bliss. Markel Foltz debut. Ugh. Yes. His first triple-double. Yes. Did they win that game? His first triple-double. They won, right? I think so. I think they won that game. Listen, it was momentary bliss, but it felt so good to finally see that dude on the court. It It did. did. Taylor hates Markel Fultz. It just made me realize how much worse (laughs) this fucking team is than I actually think it is. I think it's a great segment, Vince. I love it. Like well, it's I, making like us. Like I said, the concept is good. Taylor's in just practice, getting, It's just Taylor. Like, we're we're reeling Taylor back in from the bandwagon. Oh, <laughs> I, I was gone already. No, he's no longer Fairweather. He's getting so angry. He's gonna come back. I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm a Celtics fan. <laughs> like next week. Look, he's a San Francisco Giants oh, a big fan Mark's and Smart a Boston guy? Celtics yeah. uh, fan. <laughs> we could do Jala Loka for beating up Celtics fans. <laughs> that, was a, that was a good one. There's a classic. And then, getting and then driving trying drunk. To get, trying to get into a bar with a fake ID <laughs> when his name is literally fucking Julio Okafor. I love that. And everybody knows he's 20. <laughs> what about JT Romuto's all-star game home run this year? Yeah, that was great. That's a great one. Because, I mean, nobody I love JT. that. Loved it. Fucking, uh, what else? Um, I had a good one. Mike Scott being up shitty Eagles fans. <laughs> that was fucking great. That showed Mike Scott's popularity in the yes. city, that he was able to beat up Eagles fans, and everyone was like, fuck well, yeah, dude. Yeah, Raul Abanez hitting 38 home runs in a season. Wasted. What? I said Raul Abanez hitting 38 home runs in a season. That dude, was, was a good ele- moment. He was electric. When he was, he was old as Raul. shit. By the way, he still looks jacked. Because he, he spoke at the uh, Roy well, Halladay. He, uh, he choose. Yeah. Okay. Got to get the jawline good. Uh, yeah, no, but I, I was saying his body. <laughs> Like, he is still ripped. Abanez. Oh, here's telling you. Wait, wait. No, let him keep going. Let him keep going. No, he <laughs> yeah, looks jacked. Break <laughs> he spoke at the Roy Halladay game yeah. the other day. Um, he looked like another, husky as shit. Another honorable mention that just came to my Huskier mind. Huskier than Vince will ever be. Yeah. No, I, I don't doubt it. <laughs> um, Jake uh, Jake Elliott's 61-yard field goal yes. against the Giants yes. at the beginning of the yeah. 2017 season. I thought you were going to say Jake Arrieta signing with the Phillies. <laughs> oh, yeah. But no, that, that field goal was fucking legendary. I mean, Honestly, if we lose that game... I, it's a whole different year. I'm going to bring some more pain. Oh, no. Carson Wentz running, getting the two-point conversion after tearing his ACL. Uh, <laughs> now Tower's like really about to check out. Carson Wentz the past 365 days. You know. More momentary bliss, how about when we signed DeMarco Murray? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. How, oh, ex- how excited was I? I was how excited was the entire ecstatic. city? The entire oh. city. Making fun of the Cowboys. Like, hey, we got your leading rusher. Oh, my God. We got the rush sucked. king just to stay. That was, I, that was I just still a great moment, don't blame period. him for that, though. That was Chip Kelly. That was Chip Kelly. Oh, 100%. Definitely. I mean, Chip Kelly was just Didn't know player. how to fucking use that dude at all. No. He didn't know how we to do a lot of things. O-line. 
Um, here's another one. Doug Peterson, one hand catching that beer on the parade float. Ah, that's classic. I too. mean, for me, oh, this reminded me of a personal one. Was um, when I threw a beer to Trey Burton on the. Terrible oh house. yes, I was standing yeah. right next to you. I yeah, I missed three times and nailed the bus. Dude, <laughs> there, there, were, there were like a lot of beers flying. I was like, someone's gonna get fucking hurt. I know, on the Trey Burton caught mine, popped it, and just chugged it. What about Jason like, Kelsey's speech? I was actually just about to say that. Yeah, about that. that's that is a fucking great know, one. I, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. The Mars uniform really put that over being, the top for me. Being there, like at the art museum and hearing that live, was something else. Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, I was there. I was like, so I got we to the. Stay for that. We're, dude, we didn't. Nah. My parade experience kind of fucking. You guys went back to the temple. I just started walking to Saint John's. My parade experience <laughs> was not the best, so I didn't drink. I went with my family. We got there at like a little after seven a.m. at the art museum. Oh, of the oh, you're one of those freaks. So we, seven a.m. so that we could get a good so we could get a good position. And how I, many times did you pee? It was so I don't remember if I peed at all. I must have peed it like was, fifty times. Yeah. It was, I was so fucking. Though, so. It was so fucking cold, and like was I was freezing. so bored. And they didn't get to the army museum till like one p.m. or two p.m. There was mud so all over. I can. Com- we were just peeing on well, our feet. It, so the, the ground was completely frozen solid until the sun came out, and then it the snow started mud. to melt. Yeah. But I can confidently say I would not have made it all that time if they didn't replay the entire Super Bowl like on the big screen. Oh yeah. yeah. That gave me something to focus on. We yeah. were more up the Parkway. We were like on the corner of the Parkway and one of the offshoots right there. And we were near like the Barnes Museum, I think. Yeah, we were right next to the Barnes Foundation, and. Um, we were literally just, we had brought like half gallon jugs with us and we tried peeing in them and they were just, <laughs> <laughs> they were just like overflowing. Oh so God. we were it just, gross. we were literally just dumping them at our feet and then continuing to pee in them. So it we was were so disgusting. And I was, thank God I was wearing like work boots. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think you were wearing sneakers, which sucks. Probably. Yeah. I was probably wearing flip-flops. <laughs> we were warm as shit because we were literally packed in like fucking sardines. And we were sipping whiskey, probably. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I had a bottle. I think I had Vlad, like, in a Ooh, cup. I got one. Uh, Chris Long and uh, Lane Johnson breaking out the dog mask. Ooh. Oh, my God. I, I have I a dog that. mask, yeah. That that became <laughs> iconic. That Dude, became I iconic literally, quick. the night uh, we won the Super Bowl, I was just... I don't. I don't remember if I had it then. I can't remember, but I know. I think I did for the parade. Yeah, I did for the parade, and I literally just kept putting it on and fucking barking at people. And people I mean, were it was it every second. It was it. just perfect because like it just completely like this city taking on the underdog like role as a one yeah. seed and winning the Super Bowl like just completely fits with how Philly would win their first Super yes, Bowl. Like like a hundred percent. That is, it's very Philly. But that that was a great moment. I'm trying to think if there's any more I can think of. I. Th- See, this, I just want to do this forever. I'm so tired of the reality of how sad Philly sports actually yeah. are. So I just want to sit here in the happiest moments. How it is, so, is so not it, art. No, it I'm going to do like a all of it is sad. A slightly more Grammar recent one over that's here. still going to suck, but it was pretty cool. <laughs> was Ben Simmons scoring 42 on Rudy Gobert? Oh, that was great. <laughs> that was great. That was awesome. Taylor's just like getting more and more depressed Ooh, as we sit here. I have another not, one. I, I don't. I don't have emotion with this at all. <laughs> I have more momentary bliss. Um, Woj tweeting that LeBron was having a meeting with the Sixers. Oh my God, dude! That before, set everybody into a bef- fucking, oh. before it was known that he was just sending his agent 
to yeah. tell us that he wasn't signing with us. Yeah. But waking up to a Woj tweet saying LeBron James has <clears throat> scheduled an unplanned visit with the Sixers, thinking for a moment, holy shit, LeBron James is going to sign with what the Sixers. What was the school they said he was touring? Malvern. Malvern. But that was, listen, I nearly had a heart attack when I read that, and I, I, know, really, I really thought he was going to come to the, the Sixers for a moment. <laughs> then I remembered where we are and who we are. And, and who we are as a city. And, and, yeah, and how he wanted to make Space Jam too. Yeah, so, but that was great momentary bliss. <laughs> Can I replace my number one? <laughs> listen, <laughs> what is it? Collagate. Oh, oh. Uh, that yeah. I don't know if that was good. Yeah, I mean it was. I mean, I guess it got, run, it got yeah. it was got Colangelo out. Yeah, yeah. I mean that was a fucking fantastic thing. In the long run, you get Maury out of it. Shout out Benji. That's true. Shout out, shout out Daryl Maury. That's my uncle. Love Your him. Uncle. <laughs> I never doubted Daryl Maury once yeah? on this podcast. Oh, ever, really? ever. Ooh, I just thought of a good one. I don't remember exactly what year this. How about Daryl Maury coming to the Sixers? Sure. That's an honorable mention, that's right? Like but that. that's good. Yeah. About that. Lou Williams buzzer beard. Lou. Remember he remember we beat the Heat in one game in the playoffs? No. Was it we beat them, right? Or was it overtime that he hit a buzzer beater to go? I don't even remember. We played them in a series when it was the big Tower three. Tower doesn't of the remember heat. a basketball Do you moment? remember this? No. What fucking year was it? I remember Lou Williams hit a buzzer beater. It was one of the sixes where a sad eight seed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, yes. I'm trying to remember. I'm try- I, I, I would love to find it. We got one game, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, that was like one of the most electric things ever that we actually won a game. And Lou, it was because Lou Williams yeah. hit a... It was either a buzzer beat or just a big shot at the mm-hmm. end of the game that put us up. Um, I don't even remember what year that was. I guess <laughs> it's a lot of momentary <laughs> bliss on this list just because of how, again, how sad we are. Um, the thought that we were about to beat the eventual 73-9 and nine Warriors with Isaiah Cannon... <laughs> Going insane, and this one I was in the building for. Now Taylor's intrigued. This one I was. This one I was there for. And let me tell you, that building was fucking electric. Because obviously the Sixers were dog shit in 2016. <laughs> and no, the the, the record breaking Warriors come into town, and fucking Isaiah Cannon just turns his brain off and goes just goes stupid. Off. And he had a fucking four point play at the end of the game. And then I have never in my life been in a place where the air had been sucked out so quickly and staggeringly as when Harrison Barnes hit that buzzer beater to win the yeah. game. That's cool that you were there, though. It was awesome, dude. Awesome. I Again, momentary bliss when you had a chance to think, holy fuck, are we going to be... <laughs> are we, are we about to beat the fucking... I don't know what the record was at that time, but they probably hadn't lost in like 25 games. Lost, I think they had lost five at that point. I right. say. Yeah, I don't remember how late in the year it was, but... It was either five or seven. I went to some random process era Sixers game, <laughs> and it was against the Grizzlies... Alexis Fed was on the court. There's Ooh. A name. Oh, wow. Um, There's a name. I think we were up by like four points with like less than a minute left, and the whole stadium was feeling it's like, oh, we're still going to lose this game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And it went to overtime, and Mike Connolly beat the shit out of us. Yeah, classic Mike Connolly killing. Nice. <laughs> That's the fucking worst. This is a depressing segment, honestly. I told you. <laughs> it's like happy, it but when you break it yeah, down, it's no, like, no, it really is. is. But like, it's a, like Keller said, it's a great concept. But when you think about who we are as like a city and yeah. where our franchises have been like throughout the majority of their existence, there's yeah. a lot of sad moments. And most of them are sad. Like the Phillies only making the playoffs 14 times. Like the Phillies just, being the first to 10,000 losses. I mean, let's be honest. The Phillies wildly underachieving for that era. Yeah. yeah. For the amount of t- talent they had. Yeah, very yeah. true. 
Very the Eagles true. did capitalize on maybe one of the best offensive lines in NFL history. Yeah, 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 yeah they did. True. Well, uh, the, the Phillies obviously should have won back-to-back World Series. That's what I at mean. At least, yeah. I mean, that's, and, but but that's like at given. the very least. And in 2011, with and that then rotation, the, the 2011 team, the 102 win team with you know yep. that rotation, like yep. you said, and St. Louis being, I think, a wild. They may have won the division, but no, they no, didn't they have many. All right. Well, I mean, they weren't a very good St. Louis team. Yeah, they weren't. But and then to top it all off, Howard's injury at the end of that series. Yeah, that that hurt. was just I that, mean, that just that was literally that, that the was like, that was insult or add, adding injury to insult right there because like yeah, honestly, series is over, we're fucked. And then the fu- wasn't it literally the last out of the series? I think yeah, it, yeah no, that's was when he was going to like, first base. Yeah, yeah, that was like but, the, but that was, really touched first base and hurt it. That was the last <laughs> out of the series. But that moment was so symbolic. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's kind of weird to like look back at that, and, like how like symbolic that moment was. Yeah, it's just with Howard era. collapsing to the ground. Well, we can. So did that era of Philadelphia Phillies. We if we're gonna actually do the worst moments list next week, that very may well. well fall I know. I have, to, yeah. I have to. And I think, my horses. I think the honorable mention list for the worst moments is gonna be even, even fucking oh, longer it's, it's than this be, one. I already we, have like seven. We might have to do. <laughs> we might have to do back to back two hour shows. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like that. Like we may the worst have to moments that. that we've lived through in Philly sports could be an hour in of itself. Oh, absolutely. Easily, because <sighs> it's a sad, it's a sad, sad city. Another one, though, what a, good, what a sad city. Another we are. good one that was before my time was a uh, fourth and twenty six. Mm, yes, of course. yes, absurd. That was it. That was a classic. Yep. Uh, McNabb uh, yakking during. No, 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 no. I'll save that for <laughs> last week or for next week. That's highly debated. To to ripping down the sign. T.O.'s T-O. T-O. T-O's crunches in his driveway. <laughs> Sixers or Sixers. Uh, Eagles T.O. during like Twitter time. <laughs> oh, my oh my god! Oh my god! That would have been, been electric. That would have been absolutely. I mean, fucking T.O. Electric. is electric about all that shit now when he tweets Which and like fuck, is like fuck McNabb. <laughs> so I I love when they get in the. I'm looking beef. at I'm looking at that box score of that uh, <laughs> big three Miami Heat against the Sixers when they won right, the right. one game. They got the, the he got to the finals with obviously the big three, Mike Bibby and Elgaskis starting. <laughs> Can you imagine? What? That was 2011, right? Yeah, <sighs> man. Joel but at least Anthony, we had the Phillies Mario Chalmers and James Jones. Like everyone acts, I, I get that it was LeBron, it's Dwayne Wade, insane. and Chris Bosh. But is anyone surprised that that Mavericks team like beat that? Like, not really. When that's I look a at very it. bad, that's a not bad team. deep team. And that Mavericks team were killers. They beat the fucking Spurs, they beat the Lakers, and they yeah. beat the Heat. Mm-hmm. And the Thunder. They went on an insane run and beat a bunch of great teams. Like, given really the Thunder were teams. young, but they beat prime Kobe. They beat the prime Spurs dynasty, which yeah. like they were on their second leg of their And I don't think prime. they were given as much credit as they deserve. No, too. everyone kind of acts like it was a fluke. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, I can't believe the Mavericks beat the Heat. Yeah, but, but like, to do dude, that like, they fucking, consistently against different squads yeah. like that, mm-hmm. that's they pretty were, impressive. They were, that was one of the best playoff runs Ever, we. I was actually. This is a. This is a different conversation. We were talking about me and my friends, like what you think some of the greatest playoff runs in, like I guess any sports history. Like my first immediate answer was, I think the 2007 Giants. The 2007 New York Football Giants went from a wild card team to beating the undefeated Patriots. In oh the yeah, Super Bowl. yeah. That, that was amazing. In my opinion, that might be the best playoff. Run I ever. thought you were going to talk about Taylor's uh, baseball Giants, but no. <laughs> I was. I was actually into that team. Like that's when I care about baseball. Like Brian Wilson, yeah, um, yeah, okay, but like that was what came to my mind first. Are you I mean, a big Madison Bumgarner fan? 
Do you know who Matt was interesting? You know, Tim Lincecum. I was just yeah. better say Tim, I was a big Tim Lincecum guy. Yeah. I loved him. The freak. He was electric. That's what they called him. I, I loved playing with him in, in uh, MLB 2K. Yeah, he had like the weirdest like career. He did. Like, very bizarre. I felt bad for honestly, him, honestly, he had I one of the. He had a me. short prime, but his prime was one of his the prime best primes. Yeah. If it's, he had, it's crazy that like he didn't get to like finish his career like yeah if he had continued the way he had been he probably would be the best it kind of reminds me of like prince fielder like totally different players obviously but like prince fielder had to retire like very early because of a neck injury Mm -hmm. and it's like what what more would have prince fielder have done there's a fucking there's a such a ton of what ifs in sports i mean you got Derek rose in basketball there's a fuck ton Derek rose brandon roy penny hardaway tracy mcgrady Mm mm-hmm I think Penny Hardaway could have been one of the greatest baseball players of all time. Everyone always talks about Derrick Rose being the greatest what if. I always say I think I Penny mean one Hardaway. of the greatest of all time is a pretty big statement. I really think he was that good. And what if what From if Dennis Rodman clips. hadn't partied as much as he did? Like he was too How busy good of a banging player Madonna. do you think he would be? <laughs> I've recently rewatched The Last Dance and like the Dennis Rodman episodes of that is, are just the best. Yeah. They're hilarious. The f- just the fact that they got Carmen Electra in this fucking interview <laughs> being like, yeah, you know, like we had sex like on the court at the training facility. Like, <laughs> what a fucking legend, Dennis Rodman. Legend, but also like, live really, his life. And like, he brought peace to the U.S. and North that, Korea. That, that is, is the funniest overlooked. part of it. Well, he is a diplomat. That's the funniest <laughs> part. It's that simple, yeah. He also yeah, loves... <laughs> but like, how about like he just goes like to Phil Jackson, like, yeah, like I need a vacation. I'm going to Vegas for twenty for 48 hours. <laughs> yeah. And they were just like, all right. Yo, yeah, Dennis I mean, Rodman, big man. Like, you know, you know how much Michael Jordan must respect you for him to just agree to let you go to Vegas for 48 hours? Yeah. I mean, like, it wasn't even that. It was just like he knew he it, like he needed it. He knew it. he needed it, but like if any other player, except maybe outside of Scotty, which even if Scotty asked that. I think if Scotty did it, like, Michael would have been he, like, he wasn't what the strong, fuck? He, wasn't, he yeah. didn't have enough strong enough opinion. Michael, Michael Jordan would have punched you in the face yeah. if you were like a role player asking that. Yeah. I think I could have taken He would have taken that personally. I think I could take the punch from <laughs> Michael taken the, He, he took a lot of things. <laughs> That's my favorite. I'm gonna, I, I need to start personally. living life like Michael Jordan because in every single moment he took, like, he was looking for a reason to have a vendetta against yes, you like it was I think he was talking about the coach of the jazz in that final series where mm-hmm. they were out at a restaurant and like the coach didn't say hi to him and I was like dude maybe he just didn't see you <laughs> yeah, yeah like like he might have just genuinely not seen you but Michael Jordan I took that personally like any any <laughs> moment he was looking for like a reason to be like oh you fucking Offended. doubted me or you yeah. did this like now he has something to work with to yeah. get himself going crazy to like, beat you he was just low-key such a psycho <laughs> like, like he still like, is I, like, like, no he's still like Clyde Drexler no, I yeah. there was like a watching this back again there was like some uh rhetoric in the league like Clyde Drexler's like pretty good. Maybe he can guard Jordan. That just pissed him off. <laughs> like if you were even to say like I could I could maybe guard him, he'd be like, yeah. who the fuck? And then yeah. he, that would drive him to kick your ass. Imagine it's if him and Ben Simmons were at the same time. Ben Simmons was like, I could guard Michael Jordan. <laughs> like that mindset is just something that's insane. And I, while I love LeBron, like even LeBron doesn't have that. I think but, like, he, yeah, Vince no. Queen could. Uh, but, like, LeBron's too nice. In the same breath, like if LeBron acted the way Jordan did, people would be like, "What a shit team!" It was a different era. Back oh no, then. I know. You didn't have as much coverage around the teams. You didn't like, have as much social. You got the media you got shit, the trolls like, on social media that are like, "Oh, LeBron doesn't have like the Mamba mentality and shit." <laughs> but like, if LeBron acted like Kobe or Jordan to his teammates, they would be like, "This guy oh, yeah. sucks." You can't really like. He already gets enough like shit. That. Jordan physically assaulted teammates, and <laughs> Kobe was like a 
huge dick to his teammates in practice. I know. The worst thing LeBron did was have a charity event to announce his free agency. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Taking my talents well, to if you ever wanted, If you ever want to question how good of a teammate of LeBron time, James though. must be, just the fact that he didn't physically assault J.R. Smith on the court <laughs> in that finals game <laughs> proves that he must have been a good teammate. <laughs> oh, my if, God. If dude. that happened on a Michael Jordan team, I think Michael Jordan would have punched... Whoever the fuck no, that was, he would have literally face. picked oh, him absolutely. up and thrown him out of the game himself. <laughs> like either that or just pick him up and break him over his knee. It, it would have like, never gone down like that. Yeah, no, I know. Oh I, yeah. No, I now one of Michael Jordan's mindsets that I have adopted actually goes back to my drinking. So like, oh, God, here we go. Dude. <laughs> here we go. So like, you know, like I've adapted like my my clown persona. And oh like, my God. I kind of feel like mm. I am a character. And I've we're said renaming this, this podcast the Clown Show. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's copyright. Yeah, we're, 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 just, we're just renaming but it. Your, but anyway, like, so if you listen, if you listen <laughs> oh to the last goodness. dance, Michael Jordan says multiple times, like, you know, every game I went out there and I gave him my all because like, I don't know, this might be someone's first and only time seeing me perform. That's me with drinking. Oh my god! I every time I go out, I have to get fucking hammered and put on a show because this might be the only time that someone sees the clown show in person. I, I understand where you're coming from, and I sort of, in a demented way, respect it. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's not it's, good. It's, it's self sabotage. Oh, I'm great. Hey, at that. fuck it, bro. It's his life. Uh, <laughs> it's self sabotage was an Olympic medal. I'd be Michael said, fucking Phelps. It's my life, in my own words, I guess. <laughs> but I mean, like, no, like, you know, I have to give it my all because, like, this might be the only time someone sees me. You only get one shot. And if they're going to see me only once, I want it to be when I'm incoherently You, you, you got to lose yourself. Are you just going to keep quoting Eminem songs? <laughs> just on an Eminem bender. How old are you now? 22. Oh, boy. Yeah, He's got you, time. He's like you, Taylor Swift. You got age. like three more years of this, probably. <laughs> I'm going to do this my whole life. I probably no, will not. too. I'm gonna be completely no, honest. Not. I got you're no desire to have kids. I turned kids. 24 in two days, and I do not see myself calming down at all. I, I, you, you will. Listen, <laughs> I have no desire to have kids. All right, let's. So, ladies, see, that's for me and him ladies, if you're listening and you don't want kids, <laughs> you know which from the nosebleeds. I got them shot. You know which from the nosebleeds host to to come for. I might not be the tallest. I might not be the most crazy, but the Phillies. But I'm somewhere in the middle. You are in the middle. Yeah, yeah. You're definitely in the middle. Stuck Height in wise. the middle with you. Height wise, you're in the middle. I would say. <laughs> are you shorter than me? I don't really know. No. I feel like you guys are the same size. Yeah, you guys are legit like the same height. Probably. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> you know what's not good about agreeing to do a two-hour show? Is I drank a liquid death and a coffee, and I have to go to the bathroom so himself. bad. If you pissed yourself live on air, that would be fantastic for That would conflict. be electric. Would it be unprofessional for me to leave and use the restroom right now? Go run. I'm doing it. It would be unprofessional, <laughs> but go do it anyway. <laughs> Could you imagine how electric that would be, though? Just him chilling. Seamus yeah. leaves and Vince just zones out. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. Well, we need to help Seamus with this wardrobe. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, no he's got shit, no drip, dude. man. It's, it's, it's the second time he's wearing the fucking red rocket getup. Yeah. <laughs> I got no drip when I come here, but like when I go out in general, I have drip. Somewhat. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Somewhat. All, all red is a choice. Then it's bad. It's a bad it's choice. A, it's a conscious choice. I should have gave him my hat. You really should. I'm wearing a red Phillies hat for those at home. Yeah, uh, well, he had the Phillies mask on. I asked I, uh, him why the, he didn't put it I'm on. I'm glad like that you <laughs> pointed out the, the collar, too, because it's been bothering it's me. Like, it's, it's, it's been like sagging down. It's, to like it, I think it's because they're left over when he was fat. Ah. I don't know, though, so don't it, quote me on that. No, it can't be, isn't it? It's a Gene Segura shirtsy. 
Gene Segura wasn't on the Phillies I when Sheamus was fat. Right, never mind. I don't know. <laughs> just it's just habit. Yeah. It's just, just not a good collar. And he's going to come in here and hear us talking <laughs> shit on his wardrobe. But like, it, it, he's we, not listening back. He me. needs to walk into an intervention here. Like, Seamus, sit down. We need Seamus, to talk to you. Have a seat right over there. <laughs> Wait, what would he be really mad that we'd be talking about without him? Chris Hansen. <laughs> okay. Wait, wait, wait. So how oh, was... I was thinking. You know what I was thinking? So we can get him on Cameo. Seamus? No, Chris Hansen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. We should get him to do a Cameo for like something for us and not mention Seamus. Oh my God! Absolutely. <laughs> From the nose, please. Does members. Bruce do cameos? Does Bruce do cameos? <laughs> There's no way. If he does, no, he too, doesn't. I checked. Oh, I checked. I checked for his birthday. Fuck. I don't think he does. But um, I know who else. Zoom off does him. Fucking we, does God, he? Dude, I was yeah, gonna, he just started doing. Dude, I was he, gonna he say retired. we could get Bruce and he could be like, "Welcome to From the Nosebleeds, featuring Vince Lobiondo and Pat O'Leary." Like, <laughs> love you guys. <laughs> I feel oddly better. <laughs> <laughs> would be a great cameo guy. That's I know. I'm. Yeah. Well, I literally, dude. We, were, me and my friends were talking about pooling money my and God, trying to get so him much to better. just call an entire Sixers game next year off of cameo. <laughs> That's a great idea. Literally get, giving him a thousand dollars and being they like, they didn't Please. announce a replacement, I, right? No, they haven't done. I shit can't about even get yet. excited about this year for the Sixers. Besides the fact that like. We're kind of a mess as usual, yeah. but like Zumov isn't even going to well, be Well, dude, there. I mean, the, the, the I totally sad forgot part about is that. The right, sad, I, I forgot I'm reminded too, every day because How do you forget that Zumov retired, dude? My He's one group chat, I mean, just look at the, look the, at the picture, Vince. Just look at the picture. Let me see it. Can you it's show Seamus? It's just Mark. Oh, what a king he I'm is. I'm reminded every day that I open this group chat. I will never forget. Never forget. <laughs> By the way, he was forget. at the Phillies game the other day, Mark Zumov, and it was one of the yeah one of the rain delay games. And he oh, joined. He joined the fellows in the booth, but then they oh, showed that's him. Phenomenal. He oh, had God. seats right behind the dugout because I guess he's got connections. And uh, <laughs> he works for everything. And my favorite moment. My favorite moment. So. Tom McCarthy was like, and just like everybody else, Zoom off is headed for the concessions because it's raining. It's like, okay, well, did you expect him to like <laughs> stay outside in the rain? He was, because he's he, was, he was turning garbage into gold. Okay, <laughs> um, I just stumbled upon Good a fantastic call. screenshot off Twitter. So Fox Sports MLB 20 minutes ago tweeted, Our thoughts and prayers with A's pitcher Chris Bassett, who left today's game on a cart after taking a line drive to the head while pitching. And the very next tweet above that, one minute later, MLB home run, Nick Castellanos. Oh, <laughs> no! He did it again! <laughs> the goat, the goat Nick Castellanos! One, one minute after the A's pitcher takes a line drive to the head, Chris, Nick I Castellanos. fucking love He this did it dude. again. I fucking love this dude. Did it again. Can we trade Harper for him? <laughs> yeah, honestly. At this point, bro, I will go out and commit mass murders just are they, for are they, are they playing? Are they going to be playing a game on the 20th anniversary of 9 11? <laughs> Did Castellanos hit a home run when the Taliban like uh, overtook Afghanistan? <laughs> we have to check that out. <laughs> no, my favorite stat again was reading that he hit his first pro home run on the day that uh, Osama, Osama bin was Laden killed. was killed. And that's a Philadelphia Phillies connection, too. The USA. Ladies and gentlemen. That's another good moment. We are proud to announce Phillies that uh, the SEAL Team 6. Phillies Mets ESPN game, the USA chance at that I stadium. That, yeah. that was a solid, solid uh, moment in Philadelphia sports. That's history. how me and my dad found out. That was the funniest Same. part. It was yeah. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we are proud players. to announce that SEAL Team 6 has carried out a hit that has successfully killed Al Qaeda leader Osama bin Laden as there's a drive deep in the left center field. <laughs> I thought he was like <laughs> quoting Obama for a second. It's like, how do you remember that? As there's a drive deep in the left center field. <laughs> and there's a drive. Dude, Tom Brenneman, you know what he's doing now? Thumb. College sports. High school. High school sports. High school sports in Ohio. Did you see he made a joke out of it? Yeah, and he was like, as Castellanos so sends one yeah. to right. I, I was just sitting there, and I was like, how fucking tone deaf is this dude? 
Like, and then, did you see the shit about him uh, being bisexual? He's so tone deaf that he said the F word on live television. That's no, how no, tone no, deaf I know. he is. But then he made a joke about it. No, I know that. <laughs> like, because he doesn't like, care. He got canceled, but he it, also it has a lot of money. It doesn't even make sense because, like, he... All, did, I mean, you and I were talking about this at one point. He ca- he tried to come out and say he was bisexual, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. like, there was... Like, oh, was that like when Kevin Spacey was like, I didn't rape kids, I'm gay? Yeah, <laughs> it's like... <laughs> yes, yes, like, spot on. <laughs> that was his excuse. When he yeah. got busted for being a pedophile, he was like, well, I'm gay. So like, <laughs> it's like, well, that's not what that means. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, never mind then. Like, that, that is insane that he... Yeah, did. I mean, I, why like, am I just remembering this? It would have almost there. been more, like, bearable if he said, hey, I'm, I'm a pedophile, man. <laughs> <laughs> they, they called him out for being a pedophile. He was like, well, I can't be a pedophile, I'm gay. Like, Oh, like, sorry, sir. I didn't realize that. That reminds me of the John Travolta <laughs> meme of him just going like this with his arms. Like, wh- wh- what movie is that from, even? Uh, Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Young w- John Travolta. Ah, uh, yeah. Goat. He was he was handsome. <laughs> young John. He was. What about what about Young Samuel? Seamus watches yeah, Grease and gets gets horned up. <laughs> well, yeah. Watching uh, John Travolta. Who's like a thirty-year-old in that movie, but supposed to be playing a high schooler? Hey, he looked the part. Let's talk about that for a second. I get cre- I get creeped out when like very old people play high schoolers in shows. What about John Travolta? That's played every the mom show in Hairspray. <laughs> that, does that not creep it's, anyone else out? It's like Medea. No. Like okay, you ever see Battlefield Earth? Yes. No. 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 Is that like that same premise like, that I was he just looks saying? Looks like a predator, like Alien versus Predator. Uh. I Does he really? Yes. John Travolta. Yes. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. How old was it's, he? When it's a it's a movie based off of a, a Ron L. Hubbard book. How uh, Scientology. 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 How old was he when Grease came out? He had to be in his mid thirties. Why don't you look no it up? Idea. I don't know. It just Is like the tip of like for palms? example, like I love Euphoria. Great show. Never seen it. I get really creeped out though that they're all in their mid twenties yeah, portraying like sixteen year olds, and they show like sex scenes and shit. It's, it's like over sexual. It's like why yeah. couldn't you have? I get that they're trying to be relatable, but like I don't. Need, why couldn't you have set this show in college? If you literally just set it up in college, it's all cool. He was twenty four though. He was twenty. Oh. I mean, he that's not that fucking bad. looked old, Jesus. He was like, I don't like. I mean, he's always looked old, though. I honestly. don't like when they like Euphoria specifically face. because they do the high school, not actually high school age thing, but like then they like give you nudity and like sex scenes, and it's like, well, I mean, aren't these girls and boys dude, supposed same, to be like sixteen? It's the same kind of thing with Riverdale. It's weird. Oh fuck that show. And Degrassi. That, I mean, and, and yeah, and One Tree Hill. We have watched so many, uh, so many compilations in a group chat of that show. Like, just I've never actually watched the show, but mm. some of the my ex love that show. So it's the most the cringy like, dialogue I've oh, I've ever yeah. heard. It's it's rough. There's a it's scene rough. in that show <clears throat> where they're in prison, and the guy goes, he says he never played high school football. He's like, so you've never experienced the epic highs and yes. lows of yes. high school football. Yes. And then the other guy is like, I dropped out in the fourth grade to run drugs to support my nana. Oh no, <laughs> like fourth grade? <laughs> you were, I know. Who writes that show? They need uh, to be executed. CW. People <laughs> with troubled past. They need to be executed. That's crimes against. That's treason. That's that's QAnon <laughs> shit. That's what the Democrats now are doing. That fucking is, throwing out random fucking. That sentences. is treason. <laughs> treason. So now we're getting into the QAnon hour. Treason. How about that guy that oh, will by death? What's Jimmy's? What's Jimmy's? Uh, theory. This oh, week. Shit, I wait, don't have one. What did What did Jimmy think? I about, really don't have. What one did this Jimmy week? think about the QAnon guy that killed his children with a spear gun because he thought they were uh, they had did uh, not come up. Spawn. It did you not got, come right, up. For, I'm not going to bring it up to him. This is your homework. You have to ask him. Do you want me to like? This survive? is your homework. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm doing it for the show. 
Ladies and gentlemen, Jimmy's conspiracy. Family relationships. Yes. God damn it. I will ruin. I will. I will allow Patrick to be a home wrecker. He will destroy my family. Let's go. By me uh, approaching my father about the QAnon man it is, who murdered his children. It is like a, a Twitter meme, but it is. Just, I might get it is, murdered. It's realistic it. how like a middle-aged white guy kills his entire family and they use like a picture of them jet skiing on vacation. <laughs> it's like, it's like, let's see his mugshot or something. Yeah, like, I mean, like, yeah. nobody wants to see the fucking, like, oh, it'll be like, that's the world we live in today, Vince. Unfortunately. Th- that was, that was shocking news. Yeah, it was shocking news. I mean, not really, though. No, well, not it really. It makes too much sense. I mean, these, run. these people are sick in the head. I no, mean, like legitimately. Yeah. Like we joke about it a lot, but yeah, like but it's really not. It's like funny. legitimate brainwashing. It's, if you're listening to the show and you are like that, even if you don't think you they're are, they're not listening. Call, get some help, dude. If they would if <laughs> go they, to your local stop. They've heard get at least help. they've heard at least my conversations on this show. <laughs> they are if they were listening, they are not anymore. No, yeah. And by no God, I hope my mom never listens to this podcast. <laughs> I Vince fucking is a dead man. Vince is a fucking dead man. How do you think about my dad? If, if my mom or Seamus' dad ever listened to this podcast, all hell would break oh, loose. Yeah. It, it would destroy families and lives. This was the perfect time for the crescendo. <laughs> I'll tell you what. You're going to want to tune in next week for a brand new edition of Jimmy's Conspiracies. <laughs> Will I survive to live to next week after I bring up the QAnon guy that murdered his children? <laughs> He might guess, think that he might need to kill you. I guess we'll have to find that's, out. That's what he was implying. Yeah. Next Tuesday oh, shit, night. I got to run out. Where are you going? Oh, I'm just going to go grab a spear gun. <laughs> I don't think my dad even knows what that is. Oh, he, he will. I guess He we'll worked on the ship for how many years? He definitely knows All what right. a fucking spear gun is. He knows is. what this a is. going to play us out. Any final words from you guys? <laughs> I got a conspiracy theory. The Philadelphia Phillies will win the World Series this year. <laughs> I have all the evidence. I am the Mike Lindell. Of find Phillies. out next week. <laughs> I am the my pillow guy of the Phillies winning the World Series. <laughs> okay, I will have a. Uh, when will Gabe Kapler be reinstated? Never. But I will have. That's something. <laughs> to, that's something to think about, though. But here's this. Here's this. Charlie Manuel may actually be secretly running this team the entire time. You know that Wawa bag that he was holding after Amaro fired him, and it became one of the most symbolic images in all of Philly sports. Well, guess what, bitch? You thought that was the end. Maybe it isn't. Maybe he's still pulling the strings. I love how the music slowed down for that. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway. Thanks for listening to From the News, yeah, please. Thanks. Thank, thank, you for us. thank you for sticking with us through this two-hour show. And by the way, thank you for allowing me to use the restroom. You know, I did have my liquid death, which is, by the way. It is pretty selfish. You didn't it is the best. Content, but. Uh, it is the best drink I've ever had. It's the best fucking water ever. Let's go, Ronald. See you next week.